It is time for another Amateurs Fantasy Sports Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the NRL Fantasy Amateurs Podcast. It's Mark here with Ryan and regular Rob as usual. And boys, we are off to an absolute flyer today. We have just been trying to solve Ryan's audio issues for the past 15 minutes. And we're finally, Ryan, can you explain to the crew what's held up our recording? Um, yeah, well, I, I was just coming through a little bit quiet on the uh, on the recording, that's all. Like, it, you know, we yep. got it fixed. We got it fixed. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What, what was wrong what, how, did, how, did, how did you fix it? Um, uh, uh, I, I had the microphone the wrong way around. Yeah, so hot tip for those of you looking to start a podcast, it's important to speak into the microphone, not into the back of the microphone. It's, you know, it sounds like, you know, complex. This is top shelf, elite level podcast stuff. But, boys, we're speaking in the front of the microphone. Rob, you you know which way your microphone faces. You're, you're, good, you're good to go tonight. Yeah, there's like a little green thing on the front, Ryan. You just got to look yeah. for that, mate. That's the, yeah. that's the front. Green for go. Okay, good. Yeah. Red for no, stop. Got it. Yep. Uh, I'm a professional, mate. I, I've got this. Absolute. Ah, good stuff, mate. And speaking of professional, obviously, we're all just absolutely ripping in our fantasy ranks at the moment. Uh, it's good to see that every single content creator is just doing as badly as us. Um, it seems like the the uh, the strategy this year so far, boys, has been do no research and make your team on the day before it kicks off. <laughs> yeah, that's how you avoid all the injuries, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty amazing stuff. So, guys, obviously, a bit of a disaster in round two uh, for everybody. Uh, we went through and, and discussed that on Sunday night, Ryan, so we've forgotten all about that now. We're just 100% optimism, got our microphones facing the right way. And I, I need to start at the start here, boys, because there's no, the Panthers don't play this week. They're on a bye, and I want to start here. 6.44% of you should be ashamed of yourself. That's a percentage of people who currently have sold Nathan Cleary. Guys, rule number one, buy Nathan Cleary, Captain Nathan Cleary. Rule number two, don't trade keepers. Nathan Cleary is a keeper. He's on a buy for one week. We knew all preseason he was having a buy in round three. Now, boys, i got a little bit of Nathan Cleary trivia for you, uh, completely without warning. Now, it seems to me like about half of that number of people are moving towards a daily Cherry Evans, chasing that massive score uh, that's currently got him sitting as the highest averaging player with a three-try 90. Uh, Ryan, question without notice. Nathan Cleary to daily Cherry Evans, what is the gap 2020, 21, 22, and 23 inclusive, so including Cherry Evans's 90-plus score and DC, and Nathan Cleary's most recent 37. Mm-hmm. What is the number of points gap between Nathan Cleary's average at half with Jerome Luay and Daly Cherry Evans's average at half with Tom Trebojevic at fullback? Uh, including 2021, you say? Yeah, 2020, 21, 22, and 23. Um, oh, I'm going to say 10 points more for Cleary. Yeah, it's almost exactly 10 points more. Oh, wow. Uh, so, yeah, it's 69 versus 59. Uh, if you go to games without Tom Trebojevic, uh 
Cherry Evans's average only drops by about 0.8 points per game. So for anyone thinking that, you know, Tommy Turbo firing, this is including all those massive, you know, that massive 2021 for Tommy Turbo where Cherry Evans was on fire as well. Um, that's all included in that sample. Uh, it, it is a massive difference. Now, the sample of games where Nathan Cleary plays in a team with Jerome Luai in that same sort of subset is about 60 games. And uh, the amount of times that Daly Cherry Evans played with Tom Trebojevic is about half as many games, roughly. Rob? Mm-hmm. Who has more sub-40 scores in Nathan Cleary's 60 games with Jerome Luai or Daly Cherry Evans's 30-something low 30s games with Tom Trebojevic in that same sample size? Who has more sub-40 scores? Including Nathan Cleary's sub-40 score from round two. It feels like a trick, but I think it is Cherry. I'm going to go Cherry. It was a trick, but not what you thought. It's a tie. Oh, it's a tie. He got me (laughs) on the last, and he just got his his sub-40, right? Otherwise, it wasn't. So Cleary only had two. Cherry Evans had three, um, and this was Cleary's third one, sub-40 in 60-plus games with Jerome Loy. Because this is what we talked about in the offseason, right, is the reason why you get Cleary is yeah. not just the ceiling, but it's also the floor. He does not get sub-60 very often. Mm. So the lowest score ever for Nathan Cleary in a game with Jerome Luai is actually significantly lower than the 37. In t- so in 2020, he got a, a mid-20 score. Ryan, have a guess what his average was in the following two games. Uh, I'm going to in in 2020, you say? Yeah. So he put up a, like I'm a 27 say, or something like that, and then the two games after that at half. I'm going to say 67. 75.5 well. in the next two games. So the moral of the story here, guys, is don't sell Nathan Cleary. Don't even think about selling Nathan Cleary for a substandard half like, you know, an Adam Reynolds or Jerome Hughes or someone like that. I've seen some of these trades floating around. Just don't do it. Just pretend he doesn't exist for a week. Put him in number 21. Use him for a loop and, you know, enjoy the feeling of having the number one scorer in the game in your team come, you know, round fours through to 12. Then if you want to sell him through the origin period, we can have another discussion at that time. But, you know, it's entirely likely He's going to come out and score 70-70 the next two weeks and you're going to be crying because you traded out a gun scorer. Um, the last thing is obviously we've got a little bit of news come through today that he's actually training today with no non-contact bib, not hampered at all by the ankle injury on a bye week. So if you need more information about how little of a problem this ankle injury is, that should be it. Mm. Yeah, well, the, the NRL physio as well, I listened to his podcast on Sunday and he seemed to echo similar thoughts. And this was before the non-contact training um, bib. He sort of gave, basically gave the impression that he thought Cleary would be fine and that the Panthers didn't seem too concerned about it either. So, And the fact that Cleary played on and took back the goal kicking as well after halftime, it's got to be a positive sign, doesn't it? I guess yeah. I, I think people are just pulling the trigger because he scored a 39 in his last game. If he scored a, a 65, I don't think there'd be nearly as many people selling this week. Yeah, this is a definition of panic trading and points chasing, and you need to not do it. Mm. And it's just I've, I wanted to do that right at the start, so when we get caught in the mud later, that's the first thing that everybody's listening to. Yeah. 
No, definitely. All right. Now, Manly versus the Eels on Thursday night. Fresh off the bye. Interesting anecdote. The Eels face three teams in a row coming off the bye. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Which sucks for them. Yeah, so they cop. Yeah, they got Manly, then the Panthers, then the Roosters three weeks in a row fresh off the bye. Um, yeah, so that's a fun one. Josh Schuster named it six. Ryan, unfortunately, your man Cooper Johns doesn't hold on to the job there. Uh, be good to see the slug back in, at Black back in action this weekend. Um, interesting to see Toff Sipley not in the top top team, but you know he might back. And Carl Lawton also named in the in the reserves, uh, fellow Ooh. ACL rehabber, Carl Lawton. <laughs> in the club with you two. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm still in the no manly players club, and I'm not actively going out of my way to to change that this week. Yeah, I think there's going to be a little bit of uh, talk about Josh Schuster coming back. Um, I'm still of the opinion that he's not a buy. I think there's a little bit of value here, but um, probably not 10 points. Is that where we still are on on Schuster? 100%. Yeah, Yeah, go back and listen to our chat on him um, before the preseason, right? Yeah. During the preseason, sorry. Yeah, no, exactly right. Uh, And then on the other side, uh, Josh Hodgson back down to earth with a very poor score. Good thing we sort of weren't really over-enthusiastic about him. Uh, Rob, we're uh, sadly anticipating the end of the Cardi party in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I've had a few questions about, I think obviously people are scratching around for people to sell (laughs) because case in point, they're selling Nathan Cleary. Um, But some people wanting to know what's going to happen with Cardi and uh, Dory next week. Um, and we think, well, what do we think? Do we think that Maddo's going to play on an edge? No, I'm firmly of the opinion Maddo's going to be a middle and that Cardi and Dory, Dory's got this edge locked down unless he gets injured and Cardi's got this edge until Lane comes back. That's my opinion. Yeah, I I, I think what's going to happen is Maddo's going to come onto the bench uh, along with a Jake Arthur type and it's going to be like Murchie, Maddo, Moimasia and then a Utility. Greg and Makatoa drop out uh, and Hopgood will drop back to like 60, 65 minutes instead of playing like 70 something. Uh, and, and Matt, will just absorb those minutes. That's my opinion. Mm. Mm. I agree. Uh, but uh, I mean, Dory, obviously he, somebody was talking about selling him earlier today for Preston. I think if you got Dory, you're just hanging on to him. Um, that seems, I, I don't think it's a sideways move, but I'm not hundred percent sure that it's 150K yeah. worth. I mean, I'm, I'm probably fine with it if you've got no other fires. Like, if he's the only bloke in your team that you could possibly move on for Preston, I think I'd be okay with it. Like, Preston mm. just seems like such uh, – like, seems – he seems more likely to average over 40 than Dory does. Like, Dory just seems like a mid-30 scorer. He's going to really plot along quite slowly versus Preston's going to be a, a lot quicker. But, I mean, we'll get to him. Yeah. Um, the other thing – the other guy that I want to flag with you guys just to keep an eye on, and obviously – We've got a, an outlier season in 2022 for Dylan Brown. Uh, average 47, oh, sorry, call it 49, 47, and then 47 so far this year across two games. But a 53.5 average in 2022 uh, really broke out, particularly with Sean Lane on that edge. He's dropped a bit of cash. His break even still 52. So, no, by no means an urgent purchase or anything like that. But he's a really interesting buy option at 3.1% specifically for people looking for a half and specifically for overall players because he doesn't have his first buy till round 16. So he's one to keep an eye on. Scores were um, inflated by Moses being out at the back end of last year. 
Um, well, I mean, if you look at his, the base was actually sort of about the same, if not a little bit lower. The attacking mm. stats is what went up. Um, the yeah, kick meter is sure. actually down. The the thing that that was inflated was the attacking stats, where you know he had nine, and then went, went up to nineteen. Uh, he's actually down at sixteen attacking stats this year so far. Um, so the only thing that's really changed is his demerits are a little bit higher. Where you know he's defending with Cardi, not Lane, so that's understandable. Uh, and and no tries. Other yep. than that, it's it's looking about about normal for Dylan Brown. So. Um, I'd be really interested. He's someone I'm really keeping a close eye on uh, as an overall player. Not urgent, but just someone to watch for sure. Um, moving on to the Friday night game, we get the Newcastle Reserve Grade forward pack uh, up against the Dolphin Juggernaut. Uh, Lockie Miller is going to continue doing great things. Uh, we wonder, Ryan, do we think Tyson Gamble is good or bad for Jackson Hastings? With Ponga ruled out. Um, I, I think you have to say almost certainly bad. Like this has got to be bad for Hastings. Um, firstly, just for the fact that he's going to be playing behind a, a much uh, less impactful forward pack. Um, so like, it's already hard there for, for a Tiger to really push forward. But the main one is the kick meters. So Ponga, um, I mean, he barely played round two, obviously. But round one, he had uh, 58 kick meters. Um, Tyson Gamble came on and instantly soaked up a stack. Like he had 223 um, that game. So, And it was a similar case in the first trial game as well. If you remember back then, um, that first trial game the Knights played, it was very much a case of kick meters being split. So I, I just can't see any way this isn't bad for Hastings. And I think he's pushing towards sell territory, I think. Would you sell Hastings for Sean Johnson? Yeah, I think I would. I, I, I think that's I think that's a ten point upgrade. Yeah, and twenty k in the bank. That might be a yeah. nice little move there. I'm sure we'll touch on SJ a bit later in the episode. Um, Brady, Jaden Braley also ruled out. Phoenix Cross on a bit nine there, but we'll expect Braley back uh, the round after. He's another one who's going to be an interesting buy. He's going to have a seventy something break even when he comes back. So, a few weeks to watch that price go down. He's another one great for overall players with the uh, round thirteen availability. Um, obviously, the other guys in this team, Brody Jones, he's a one-week fill-in for Tyson Frizzell. Anyone that followed us in on Frizzell, you got to hold him. He looked really, really good in that 50 minutes. He'll be back next week. Uh, and, I mean, Daniel Saifidi looks to have, you know, the, the lead here by a long way in the pack, but I'm probably not jumping on him. There's another forward here, though, that we really need to have a look at, which is Leo Thompson. Uh, Rob, what are your thoughts around Leo Thompson? I think maybe I just – I'm not comfortable – Jumping in on there, but, I mean, if you need someone in that range, he's probably – I prefer him to a couple of others in that same price. Yeah, I tend to agree. He played pretty big minutes, but his PPM was really good in that game. So it's just hard to know exactly how many minutes everyone's going to get. Obviously, Hetherington's named at prop. Um, he's only been playing kind of 30 minutes off the bench the last few games. Um, so he might soak up a few more minutes. But, um, yeah, I like Leo Thompson as a buy. He's pretty cheap, and um, people – who need mids, for example, that lost Jackson Ford this week. Um, might be a good buy. 
Yeah, and I mean, obviously, we're not selling Jackson Ford to get Leo Thompson. No, 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 sorry. Yeah, please don't interpret what I said as <laughs> Jackson Ford. But I saw somebody, like, talking about Trent Liero earlier. I can't remember who it was. Um, and I think I'd probably prefer to go to uh, Leo Thompson over Trent Liero at this point in time. Because JSF's out for five weeks, right? And then Mann yeah. and um, Adam Elliott are out for a while as well. So yeah. job security seems pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, this bench is not going to be too much of a danger, I wouldn't think. Um, any any other notes here, Ryan, for the Knights? No, I don't think so. Like, Jack, there's a, a bunch of guys here that are in that sort of 350 bracket, like Croker and Hetherington, but they're just their PPMs just aren't good enough, I don't think, to really come into buy consideration. I think it's sort of just LT or bust for the most part, unfortunately. Yeah. No, agree with that. Uh, on the Dolphins, Hammer, another good score. Uh, Katoa coming out of the doldrums. Had a lot of questions on Tom Gilbert. Um, is he? He scored he a try on the weekend. Yeah, he scored oh, a yeah. try and had like a 61, I think. But yeah, it's it's yeah, hard to know with, yeah, with a try, um, which is sort of similar to what he did round one like 50 minutes he's got 45 for 50 minutes it's just it, i don't know it's just hard to know with all these with these two dolphins games and like mark nichols is another one because they've in both games they've had a couple of forward injuries like lemuelu only played like 20 minutes because he got his eye poked um yeah i, I don't know it's it's it, it's a tough one ultimately though i think i'm staying away because i mean he's not it's not like he's cheap is it like he's already 600k um yeah yeah, no, I think I, he is who we thought he was. I'd, I'd probably go down the path more of like a Josh King or someone like that, I think, if I was looking for somebody in this price bracket. Mm. Uh, but I, I'm probably not shopping in this price bracket at this time either. So, Yeah, we'll come back to Josh King because I think that bench is interesting for him with Tarek Sims if we think he's going to be a middle as well. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, so Mark Nichols, I guess, while we're here, he's named on the bench again. Um, not that that seems to matter. Um, I just I can't recommend him to anyone, and certainly not at the new price. Yeah, I think he's one of these ones. If you got on him round one, you're absolutely ecstatic because a lot has broken your way. Um, mm. But I, yeah, I just can't go diving in now at three hundred thirty k. Yeah, he's averaging thirty one tackles and one hundred and eighty meters, which is awesome. Uh, but is it sustainable? I don't know. Mm. Yeah. yeah, don't know. Um, yeah, nothing else here. Um, Cody Nicarima named it hooker for two weeks. Don't uh, don't do that to yourself. I don't think. Uh, no, don't do that. Yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Roosters up against the Rabbitohs on Friday night. Mister um, let down himself. Brandon Smith named it hooker again. Much to no one's care, they're trading him out anyway. Uh, so he's fifteen point two five percent trading out. I think that's probably still nowhere near enough higher of a percentage. Um, Radley's been named. Also, I see they are, have signed Nathan Brown effective immediately, so I expect he's going to come into the seam sooner rather than later. Jared Warrior Hargreaves is back. Um, I don't think there's any reason whatsoever to hang on to Brandon Smith with this lingering injury and then the buy next round. Um, if he, by some miracle, puts up a good score, we've got a buy, we can maybe look at getting him back in round five after that where he's had a chance to recover. But, you know, he's a, a sell. Um, I don't even think we need to even discuss that anymore. You know, we should have sold no. him last week. We didn't, unfortunately. And, and you know, we're doing it this week, no questions asked. 
Yeah, I think anyone considering holding just needs to go back and listen to the NRL Physio podcast we recorded back in February <laughs> when he ch- yeah, chats yeah, about rib cartilage. Yeah, that's all you need no, to know. Yeah. yeah. What, what about Egan Butcher? Would you be selling him? I'd be he's strongly. Cons- no, he's, he's healthy. He's just been, I don't know, he's been putting up forward. Like he got Sinbin in round one and he put up a, what, a I think a low 40 score. Is a 44. Like it's, it's not bad, is it? But it's sort of not what you want. Um, no. Like he's, yeah, he's, he's not doing bad enough to trade, but he's one of those ones like if you really need to free up some cash, he's, he's, he's probably one I'd consider because I don't know if he's going to make enough money and he's definitely not a keeper. So, yeah, uh, he's not an urgent seller. Of all the things that we were wrong on at this rate, this isn't one of them. Mm. So all looking pretty good so far for us being right about that. Um, on the Rabbitohs side, Latrell's scoring pretty well, but obviously we're not shopping for anyone in that price range. Uh, the wing fullback position, uh, Thompson, poor score, but you know, I'm backing him to bounce back. Ilias, poor score, and that's what we expected. Uh, Tavita Tatola is definitely going to be one for the watch list. Um, and, I mean, Cam Murray even, you know, a bit of a poor score coming off that big performance against the Sharkies with some reduced men up against the Panthers. Is he the number one captaincy option for you this week, Rob? I think it's him or Hopgood. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of Hopgood questions. Um, but, yeah, I think those two are my top two. Yep. Uh, I mean, Damien Cook also doing great things. Uh, we've had some discussions around Michael Cheekham. I'm, for the record, on the side of I think he's going to lose his job um, and and that, you know, I'm not, I much prefer looking in some other areas. Uh, Ryan, what are your thoughts around Cheekham? Do you think he's going to keep the job? Oh, look, uh, this is one I've, I, I'm not entirely sure. Like, Jacob Host isn't particularly good, but that said, neither is Michael Cheekham. It's it's a complete dice roll, this, I think. Um, if we knew for certain he was going to keep the job, it'd be a buy. Um, so, look, if this is a, a dice roll you want to take, go for it. But I, I just think there's better options for less now at this point with, with better job security that I'd just rather take a dice roll on. But, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I don't think Host is going to walk straight back in, but I think eventually he will lose this job. Do we need to talk about Shaq Mitchell as well? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I don't know if he's a buy, but I think we definitely need to at least discuss him. Um, he's been playing pretty extended minutes the last couple of weeks, hasn't he? Um, played, what, 50? Uh, yeah, 51 on the weekend, 45 the week before that. Um, obviously, there's been a little bit of injury impact there, like Totola getting KO'd round one in the first hit up, and um, a little bit of a diminished forward pack last week. Uh, is it is are those minutes sustainable with uh, Totola and Burgess Murray in this side? I would I'd guess no. Yeah, no, um, I'm on the no side personally. Yeah, yeah who's coming back? Jay Arrow, I guess. Yeah. He's low 300s. Do, do we actually have a timetable on, on Jai Arrow? Like, has is, is the NRL physio given his uh, opinion on, or have the South even said anything on when uh, Arrow's going to be back? So I haven't seen anything, but we've also also got Hameseli back as well, who's going to make a difference um, to the to the minutes. So, yeah, I, I think we, you know, if you've got Shaq Mitchell around one, you're laughing, but uh, certainly not, a, not one I'd be going down either. Yeah, I, I tend to agree. There's just a lot of unknowns here, isn't there? And there's a lot of decent middle forwards here. Um, 
that are liable to soak minutes, like Cam Murray as well. I think he's pretty likely to play bigger minutes than what he did last week. Um, yeah, he only played 59 last week. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think yeah, we're probably safe just avoiding um, this entire pack at the moment, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, other than Murray. Right from Murray. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, calf as well. Um, which is, I feel like there's been a lot of calf injuries this season. Yeah, it's the new, Something it's the new the thing, isn't it? Yeah. New calf thing. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Weird. Um, Titans up against the Storm, first game on Saturday. Backline as per program. Tanner Boyd uh, not dropped or anything like that. I didn't really think he was going to be, but it's good to see that he wasn't. Uh, he's a funny one. Rob and I were sort of speaking about this offline. Uh, it... it I do have some concerns. Um, if you look at his sample from last year, and I mean, we probably should have talked about this in the preseason and looked at this, you know, I think we maybe looked at it a little bit with rose-coloured glasses on. Um, he did have three sub-30 scores in his first four games at half. And, you know, whether we look at left side, right side, I don't know if that – does it really matter? Um, you know, we sort of isolated those couple of bad scores out, but it seems like maybe they're part of his game. Uh, there's, you know, he did have a nine missed tackle and a five missed tackle game. So we know that is part of his repertoire. Um, and, you know, those most of those good scores that he put up last year were up against teams that had sort of given up, Knights, Dragons, Warriors, etc. So... Is it just that he is a high 30s half that's going to average half that's going to have the occasional boom game, or is it that he's, you know, just been bad luck? What are your thoughts on that, Ryan? Because I have sort of spoke to Rob about it a bit already. Mm, yeah, oh, it's, it's interesting. Um, obviously, he had an absolute shocker. Uh, what, three errors on the weekend? Because um, the thing is, like, when you look at those games, he played a 5 8 last year. Um, it was before it was his team. Like, I think he was partnered with Sexton then. He had basically stuff all kick meters. So, like, we were expecting to, let's see, 10 points added onto the onto those, which would have put those 223 games into the low 30s, would put that Raiders game into the into the low 60s. Um, things don't get much easier for him, though, don't, do they? He's got Melbourne. Obviously, they're a little bit banged up themselves. And then the Cowboys the week after that. I'm sort of of the opinion you, if you want to sell him, you can. Um I'm in a position where I'm not too sure what I'm going to do with him. I, I could just hold him to the buy, and if he hasn't kicked on by then, let him go in round five or round four even. Um, yeah, he's one I, I don't have a strong opinion on in terms of holding or selling. Like I think you're fine to hold or sell depending on your team makeup, depending on what you need, depending on other problems. But, yeah, from what we've seen so far, things aren't looking great. But I think we were just sort of expecting the base to carry him into the 40s. Yeah, I think we were nah. expecting um, him to partner for feeder as well. And that late injury to... Um, Bermore. What was his name? Bofermore. ACL, Bofermore, yeah. Just, I think just disrupted the whole kind of combinations that they'd been practicing all off-season and that we were kind of expecting. So, mm. yeah, it's it's tough. It's a tough one. And I've had a few people wanting to sell him this week because it was just a truly awful game. He really, he really got the yips, didn't he? Some of those kicks were just... <laughs> like something I'd never seen before. Um, so, yeah, maybe I am leaning towards 
I mean, I can't sell them because I have a hooker crisis. But if if you have no <laughs> other concerns um, and you don't need them as a half to cover for Cleary or a hooker to cover for Cheese this week, then, um, yeah, maybe you can think about it. Yeah, he's just been really poor. The whole, like, across the board, poor, not, like, not, no tackle. Oh, so he's got one tackle bus in two games, no offloads, lots of missed tackles and errors and penalties and... I mean, the only thing that's really saving is, like, even last game, he only kicked 57%. Uh, that's a, that's there was, a worry. There was quite a clear directive, it felt, um, when he was losing his mind that Foran took over a bit more. You could kind of see it because um, he went to halfback for a bit and then he got yanked. Um, mm. And, yeah, I do think that was an outlier game, like a, like a bad, bad game. But um, if we see another... If we see anything like that again, I think yeah, <laughs> I think you can let him go. I mean, is yeah. it an outlier if you do it four times in ten games? No, I, I, yeah, you're you are right. Oh, but I mean, yeah. is he I, just another Toby Sexton? And do we just need to get off early? Do we just need to stop buying Titan Sevens? <laughs> Definitely, is it, is um, it an intervention. Well, like, I think this could go one or two ways, couldn't it? Like, this could be the Lachlan Ilias game last year, where like he, where the Dragons were flogging South and he got yanked in the first half, and then he kicked on again. Like in the after that game, um, like he, his average really started to tick up, and that like in those mm. last sort of six games after that, or does it go the other way? Like, is his confidence now completely shot and he can't bounce back? Like, this could go one or two ways, and. Um, I'm not sure. I want to find out. I don't know. Yeah. The other thing is they've got options, the Titans, and Tanner Boyd's the least safe member of their spine. Mm. So, yeah, no, nah, big concerns for me here. Um, I, I'm, I think I'm just going to move on. With the round five bye and the two tough game schedule, I'll have a look at it. You know, yeah, if he looks like he's going to be a moneymaker, I'll have a look at him again in round six. But I think similar to Smith, I'm going to just – Cut my losses, and then if I if it ends up being a bad decision, so be it. Oh, how long uh, is Viral's out for? I yeah, think it's just shoulder. Um, I wonder if maybe it's just an AC joint or something like that, and they just let him actually rest it properly. I'll uh, keep an eye on that. Uh, Chris Randall's pretty expensive though, so not mm. I'm not yeah mm. nothing urgent there. Um, yeah, it's six hundred eighteen k. Uh, the Storm's probably one of the more interesting team lists, uh, not in the backs there, sort of as per program, but they get uh, Tui Kamikamitha back in the props and also Tarek Sims named on the bench as well. Uh, Bronson Garlic drops out. I see there's a couple of people asking about him. Uh, Anderson and Tonema Pierre are out with Olam back. Uh, this Storm team looks to be getting closer to full strength. I'll be interested to see if they play Pezzet and and move Wishart back to the bench this week. Uh, I mean, you guys, you, Rob, you sound like you've spent a bit of time thinking about this Storm team, uh, which is more than me. So why don't you why don't you have first crack at it? Yeah, I just there's been quite a few questions about Trent Liero this week. Um, I it's it's almost like you probably wanted to get on him last week. But I do think that that bench is three middles with Tarek Sims, Tarek Sims coming in as a middle. Because um, as we know, Bally likes the eight-minute back rowers. Um, Liero hasn't done much wrong. He's not super exciting, but he kind of gets through his work, and that's the kind of back rower that Bally likes. Um, Katoa brings a bit more fire. So I think 
I think Tarek, Tarek Sims is going to play in the middle um, and that Liero is, a, is an okay buy, but I think there are better options that are cheaper. Um, so that's probably what I think. Um, Josh King, I would be just a bit concerned about. He kind of came back down to earth last week, didn't he? Um, yeah. He got a decent up- update, actually. Like when I looked, he was on like 39 and then like after updates, he was suddenly 49. up to 49. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's kind of... Yeah, it's good minutes. It is good minutes. And I wonder if, yeah, with no garlic, but I guess Pese is there, right? So, yeah, I don't know about Josh King. Maybe it is an interesting um, buy option if you're looking for someone in that kind of range. Yeah, I just wonder is is because he's already up to six hundred k now, and you sort of if you're buying now, you're sort of hoping he's a keeper, aren't you? Um, or at least yeah, yeah. So and like when, when we've got guys like say Totola falling back to earth, Braley falling back to earth. Um, I mean, even Frizzell is what only eight k more now as well. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it just feels like one. If you started with him or you got on last week, you're probably happy. But I don't know if I'd go diving in now. I think he's sort of past the point of no return. Yeah. yeah, I think I'm happy to let her go through to the keeper as well. Yeah, me too. Uh, and how good was Ellie Katoa? So good. Um, <laughs> yeah, two long not, breaks in one set. Yeah, if you're not on Ellie Katoa, get on him. Um, Would you still buy him now? Yeah. 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 Under 500K. Yeah, he's got heaps of money to play. Heaps of money to make. 200K to make. Um, Cowboys up against the Warriors. Tom Chester named it fullback for drink water. Shibasaki is at centre for Peter Hiku. A lot of chat in the uh, the beloved group chat about Tom Chester. Do yourselves a favour, don't buy Tom Chester. Uh, he's going to be out of the team or in the 14 jersey in three weeks from now. That's not enough money or time. Uh, same with Shibasaki. Obviously, I don't think we need to tell you that. Uh, Ruben Cotter, a bit of bad luck with a couple of missed tackles and the Cowboys just getting absolutely pumped in the second half. So I wouldn't uh, wouldn't take that on board. He's going to be a gun. Uh, good good to see Helam Lukey sitting down there in 18, um, fully expecting him to displace Tonoa Brown or Tamu uh, with, uh, you know, sort of coming on into the edge and pushing Cohen Hess back to the middle is my my thoughts there. Um, I mean, there's not really new information here for the Cowboys, is there, Ryan? No, it's, I mean, really, it's it's the same old guys. Like, obviously, Chester is a complete dice roll, I think. Um, like, to, for him to make 130K in three weeks, he'd need to average about 43, 44. Um, in reserve grade last year, he averaged in the low 30s. It, admittedly, it was in a pretty bad Blackhawks team, so there's a chance we could see some attacking uptick. But I think for him to come close to making that much money in three weeks, you would have to be banking on tries. So, yeah, this is an aggressive dice roll and, and not one I'd be taking. Yeah. No, I, I'm just going to say it's a hard no. Um, fun anecdote. Uh, just got offered in draft, like while we've been recording, um, Jeremiah Nanai. <laughs> Obviously, Brad's gotten sick of him. He offered me Jeremiah Nanai for Jake Turpin. Oh, interesting. So I just said yes straight away. Yeah, yeah that's a that. buy low. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, yeah, pretty happy with that. Um, I got Brandon Smith and uh, Reese Robson, so I sort of don't really need Turpin. Uh, mm. So, yeah, free money, I reckon. Hopefully Nano bounce back. He's one that we're going to have to keep an eye on uh, as a buy low uh, at some point if he gets low enough, but I probably want to see his price with a four in front of it before I start looking at him. Mm. Yeah, I had uh, enough of him last year to, uh, to go dialing yeah. it again. Yep. <laughs> So many tries. So many uh, tries last year. Yeah. Warriors team a lot more interesting. Jackson Ford, na- not named with the concussion. Uh, it's probably a good thing for those of us that don't have him because he's certainly going to be on my shopping shopping list for players that I want to swap Bryce Cartwright for. Um, so I'm really excited to trade Cartwright to Ford and put like 70 or 80K in the bank once Cartwright loses his job. Uh, or, or even a Trindle, I think that'll be a nice little, nice little move to make there. Um, but I mean, you know, if you got him, you're just hanging on to him. Uh, the, probably the big story here, Sean Johnson's been awesome. Not that we didn't think anything else was going to happen other than that. Uh, but Torhu Harris also been awesome, and we also have another dice roll fullback here. And um, Rob, do you want to help me out with this one? <laughs> yeah, I was just, I was just practicing this while because I knew you were going to get to it. Team two OP, two O Piki. Too picky, too okay. picky. I don't know something like that. Yeah, he's we're putting him in he's the Tom player. Chester. Too much of a dice roll, not enough time basket. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's one week. It's one week, but also like that's going to be Metcalf in you know three or four weeks when um, he's back fit. I just think I think he's the third choice. Um, yeah, full bet. He's good. He's good, and he's going to be good. But um, not this year. Yeah, don't buy him for one week for sure. Uh, I mean, we know Torhu's good, but... Victory you know, lap time? For Sean Johnson. You're going to take a victory lap? Yeah, you're going to take a victory lap, mate? Yeah, but you didn't buy him, so it doesn't count. Look, he's in my team right now. I'm looking at his beautiful face. I've gone Tanner Boyd to Sean Johnson. Um, seeing him score 69 in a loss was enough for me there. Um, just massive amounts of kick meters. And, you know, the running meters aren't there, but they'll get there. Um, you know, he's he's in everything. He's busy. Um, I mean, the Cowboys, if there was a time to play the Cowboys, it's now. Uh, the Bulldogs is, you know, they're sort of who knows which team's going to show up. Sharks have been fine, but, you know, not a defensive powerhouse. Then the Knights. Um, there's really not really any teams that particularly scare me on this list outside of the Panthers in round 10. Uh, so, yeah. Sean, it's like... He can his his points are kind of coming mostly from base, right? Mm. Like, it's, yes. Last week we got smashed in the second half, um, and he's he was still good. He he was involved in that try assist, but he hasn't actually had that many attacking stats other than that. And what was really impressive was the no demerits last week. Really, like no yeah. missed tackles. Um, I yeah, it's going to be tough to keep him out um, of people's teams. I. Obviously, a lot of people have been trading Cleary, and some people have been thinking about getting SJ for Cleary, which is crazy. But like, if you need a half, I think just Sean crazy is, enough is to it. work. Yeah, <laughs> I think Sean is a good a good value proposition. Um, but yeah, I, so I think yeah, I, th- I think I'd do it. I think I'd be interested in that um, as a buy if you need a half. Like if you're if you're not interested in Tanner and or you want to get off cheese and have some cash in the bank. Um, yeah, I'll do it. Mm. Why is there more people buying Ezra Mann than Sean Johnson this week? 
I do you know, not. Ezra Man was really good, but he scored fifty four with two tries. Exactly. Fifty four with yeah. two tries. I think yeah. another thing for Sean is like I keep forgetting that Tamari Martin is playing. Like he is so absent. He's just kind of another <laughs> member of the team, but like yeah. just, I don't know. He's it's t- just <laughs> tackling and kick chase and that's it. I keep seeing him and going, Oh <laughs> he's in our team. Oh, I completely forgot. Yeah. Um, because yeah, Sean is just in everything, touching the ball so much. Um, when I uh, when I listened to that we- that interview with we- Andrew Webster in the preseason, this this should have been the the moment that tipped me from from Brandon Smith to Sean Johnson. He said, "Oh, you know, we're picking Tamari Martin. We just want him to focus on his defense and his kick chase." And in my mind, I heard Sean Johnson's going to be doing everything. Yeah, but so Tamari Martin's playing special it. teams. <laughs> Yeah, he's yeah, he's a he's a punt returner. Yeah. yeah. So no, 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 no. So yeah, really interesting. Sean Johnson, um, obviously Barnett's named out that out on that edge, but you know they're coming back to full strength this Warriors side, um, and um, I think they're going to be competitive most of the year, uh, but uh, probably all cannibalize each other for fantasy outside of Jackson Ford. Yeah, uh, Jazz Devangan's back on the extended reserves as well, um, which is interesting. He might come in for Surinan maybe or Tom yeah. Ali. Uh, it's hard to know. I can't see him demanding big minutes with this team now. No. Mm-hmm. 40, this is the thing is we've been talking about how Jazz is going to come back and play big minutes. Like he was playing big minutes for them in a losing team with no forwards. Like this is not what the Warriors are now. Yeah, I don't think Walker yeah, was particularly agree. convincing last week. Um, but yeah. But he plays center, fullback, 5'8", if they need it. That's right. Yeah, covers yeah. more positions. So, yeah. Yeah. I agree. Broncos and the Dragons. Reese Walsh, big score. Lots of people buying him this week. Uh, he's the number one purchase player at four point something percent. Um, I feel it's important to bring up that this is not the first time that Reese Walsh has scored a big score. Um, and it won't be the last but uh, I'm putting him in the low to mid-40s bracket and not the don't expect a 55 every week bracket. So, you know, he ran for 175 metres, which is uh, his third, fourth, fourth highest run metre total ever, uh, which is good. Uh, but he's he's done it on other occasions. But the 60 kick metres at 10%, I think that's probably going to be pretty typical of what we can expect from him. He had a try and a try saver and a try assist and three line break assists and, you know, not a huge amount of demerits compared to his normal average demerits. So I think we are probably more than likely going to see 40 to 45, not 50 to 55 is that still your feeling, Ryan? Yeah. Well, look, he was awesome in that game, but my yeah, my opinion hasn't changed from the preseason. I still think he is a, a low to mid forties guy, not a keeper. I mean, oh, actually, I should probably temper that because who knows what the third wing fullback average is going to be this year behind mm. Trell and Teddy? It could be it could be mid to high forties this year. Um, that said, the thing in his favour. Um, look, okay. Firstly, like we spoke about in the preseason, right? Um, he averaged about thirty nine. He's priced at about that now, um, thirty eight, something like that. He had nine points a game in goal kicking and in play kicking, so he's already got to offset that. So he's losing about seven points a game there. 
So he's got to offset that with attacking. Moving to what we looks like a, a much better side it, it's, is quite doable. But even then, like, you're only just pushing into the 40s at that point. Um, yeah, like, the thing in his favour is he plays the Dragons, the Dolphins, Tigers, Raiders, Titans in his next five games. So, like, those are a, a four fairly, you know, should be attacking friendly games. The Dolphins have, uh, I think, have proven that they are somewhat decent in in defence. But um, there's at least four games there where points can be scored. So that is the thing in his favour. And he does play round 13, we assume. Um, there's a chance, I guess, he could be in the origin side, depending mm. how long Pong is out. There's a real risque with Ponga on ice. Yeah, depending how long Ponga's out, um, Walsh is a real shout for the Origin team now, especially if he's going to keep playing this like this type of footy in, in a good Broncos team. Like He is a yeah. real shout for Origin. I think he's going to be in the camp regardless. Oh, he'll definitely be in the camp. It's just whether they go for like, let's say they decide to just go like Munster at one and play like Sam Walker or something or whether they go Reese Walsh. Maybe they go like Ben Hunt and DCE with like Reed Marnie on the bench. Oh, or yeah, maybe Ben Hunt's been so good at hooker though. I don't know if you can move him, um, mm. but Reed, I mean Reed has been great. But he, I mean, and he offers something similar to Ben Hunt too in a way. You know who? You know who it could be? Chad Townsend, the Hammer, Tommy Dearden. Oh, Tommy did mate. Origin hero Tommy Dearden. <laughs> Get him yes. in. Yes. Yeah, so I know they've got options there, but Reese Walsh will absolutely be among those options. Yeah. No uh, I think my official position on Walsh is I'm not going to recommend him, but I'm not willing to really talk people out of him either. Like, I'm going to yeah. tell you, I think he's going to finish as a mid to low 40s fullback, but if you want to take a risk on him over the next coming weeks with the soft schedule, then, you know, go ahead. It's, it's your team at the end of the day. Yeah. yeah, I think he's a fun head-to-head guy because he's going to have some boom games and, like, he's got mm. he's a good ball player and he throws a good pass. It's just, yeah, is he going to average overall a good enough score to be a buy? But, yeah, I'm the same as Ryan, I think. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm okay with people buying him. I did look at, instead of getting Preston and Sean Johnson, I did look at, like, Reese Walsh and, um, like, a Josh King or something like that as another option, but... Yeah, I think it's a net net positive with the cash as well. So, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with it, but, yeah, same thing. Adam Reynolds, uh, he obviously started the season really, really good last year in the mid to high 50s before, you know, dropping off when the Broncos did. He is an option if you are looking for a half and do not have Cleary. He is not an option if you are selling Cleary to get him. Is that your feelings, guys? Yes. Yeah, I think his ceiling is sort of DCE, isn't it? Like that's his best case. Yeah, I'm. I'm not advocating, but like fifth, he's definitely in the range of outcomes to get like fifty-seven to fifty-nine in there somewhere. Uh, but you know, I mean, and I mean, he's available round thirteen, uh, so he's an option. You know, in the same mold as Dylan Brown, I think he's got a higher ceiling than Dylan Brown, but probably less. Unbreakable. <laughs> I don't know, that's a myth, though, isn't it? Adam Reynolds being no, no, a, I don't think it's man. But yeah, but but yeah, it might be a riff. I'm fine with him. I'm fine. Like you know, good friend of the show, Anthony. He's coming second in our overall league. He's got uh, he went the big red dog, and he's, he's seeing the the fruits. So <laughs> there's always yeah. a there's always a point in the season where Adam Reynolds is a buy, right? Hmm. Like. <laughs> 
whether it's because yeah, you're right an overall now. player or yeah um but whether you know he might cop a knock and then lose like 50k and then represent yeah. some good value so the question is it, is adam reynolds 125k better than sean johnson Well, look, I think the floor for Reynolds is probably Mitch Moses, isn't it? It's like low low 50s, and the ceiling is sort of DCE high 50s. So uh, I've got – I can see Johnson being a like a 48 to 51 type guy, so a little bit below that Mitch Moses tier. Um, yep. Yeah, it's, oh, it's tough. I, I tend to lean yes because – Reynolds more than likely is going to be a keeper compared to SJ, who's probably not. Here's he a very be. quick uh, fun fact. He His last few seasons has averaged 2022, 49.5, 2021, 51.8, 2020, 2022. Hmm. You can almost I mean, set your watch to that, eh? Like kind of 50. Like one guy. Yeah. Like Reynolds did have a one game last year where he only played 13 minutes. Now, like, obviously, that does happen to Reynolds occasionally. But if you want to take that out, he averaged 52 last year. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Which which yeah. I think is sort of the Mitch Moses tier. But, but he, he also started like, yeah. the year. He started the year just on an absolute tear. Um, well, 47, the 49, 51, 56, 51, 75, 50, 73, 70, 50. So mm. in his first one, what's that, 10 scores in a row, he didn't go below 47, but then the, only went over 54 times after that for the rest of the season. Yeah, I yeah, think I, I, think I bought him at that point and then <laughs> he just... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I, but I think that's right, isn't it? It's like you kind of want him as your third half at the end of the season, you know? Yeah, <laughs> or not at all. Yeah, or not at all. You know, he's kind of going to be that overall guy that you get to fill a yeah. buy, but he he's just not going to be clear. You just don't do it to yourself. He just yeah. I could see you yeah. going like Nathan. I could see you going like Adam Reynolds through to round thirteen and then round fourteen trade him to Nico Hines. Like if that's your plan, great. Yeah, well, aren't we doing Murray to Hines? Isn't that the? Oh, I'm not because I don't have Murray. No, oh, okay. I'm just, I'm I'm just, man, I'm just floating it out there. <laughs> All right. Um, and then Carrigan and Haas, Haas, both very good, both captaincy options this week, but, you know, probably just Captain Hopgood this week and while Maddo's not back. Uh, Dragons, Sloan, good stuff. Ben Hunt, good stuff. A few questions floating around about, about Ben Hunt. Uh, how many tackles did he make on the weekend? <laughs> We're back oh, to no. the tackles, the Ben Hunt tackle How mystery. many tackles did he make? Eight. That's not enough. It's not enough tackles. Eight is phenomenal from a half, eh? And 42% of the kick meters. I genuinely think right? he defends in the centers. Yeah. Yeah. No, that is just, that is diabolical. 41 points in attack. Eh? 19 yeah. base, 41 attack, negative 10 demerits. No, hard no. Yeah. Yeah, no, 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 no. We'll just it's still, it's still the same Ben Hunt as last year. Yeah, hard no. Uh, Jaden Sullivan, he's in danger to lose his job at any point. Um, ben Murdoch, Masilla, and Jack Burr are the only two real talking points here. Actually, no, we need to talk about Jack a little, I guess, as well. Um, Murdoch, Masilla, somebody that you probably want to have in your 18 ish jersey. Uh, ideally, not in the top 17 if you can help it. Uh, but Jack Bird. 
limited minutes, started pretty slow, and then came back and, and looked really good in attack against a bad Titans team. I think this is the acid test this week, though, Ryan? Yeah, definitely. You know, the opposition steps up from here. Got the Broncos, Sharks, top of the table, Dolphins, but then he runs into the Titans again. So <laughs> who knows what could happen. Um, I, I would expect his minutes to increase as the year goes on, though. Like, obviously, didn't get much of a preseason, was injured. So I, I'd, I'd expect the minutes increase as the as the fitness increases. And um, ultimately, I think by season's end, he'll be the number one hooker as long as he stays healthy. Center. Yeah, number one center. Yep. Yeah. Oh, sorry, um, yeah, number no, one the, center. The base, Apologies. The base was really strong here, 33 tackles and 113 metres. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if that was just because he had easy going with, you know, with very limited uh, – I guess he had 10 demerits. That's pretty good. Yeah, I'm going to be looking to buy him sooner rather than later, I think. But, you know, it's not – I don't think it's urgent, uh, but I think he's going to be a 50 average or somewhere thereabouts. One thing with Murdoch Masilla was that he only got 12 tackles on an edge, which I thought was pretty fascinating. Oh, the whole game was played down the other side of the field. Yeah, just completely avoided the play. Um, oh, no, he, I, I, don't, I, I think the entire game was played down the David Fafita edge on purpose. Yeah. Also, mm. Toby Couchman was a middle and not an edge. We all thought he was going to be an edge. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think he only he only went off with the cramps and stuff, which, you know, he didn't seem like that was a plan. It just seemed like he was struggling and they took him no, off. He got HIA, didn't he? And then Jack Bird. No, no, I'm oh, sorry. I was talking about Ben Maddock Masilla. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, so, he's just sleepy. He's just not – he's just yeah. tired from his yeah. 12 tackle. Yeah. He'll, he'll be right. He'll warm into the season. Slow burner. Uh, Sunday at Belmore. Uh, the Bulldogs are back. Alamotti looks good. Perham looks good. Uh, you can play him this week if you have to. Matt Burton still warming into the season. Jacob Preston is God's gift to fantasy. <laughs> uh, and Reed Marnie's doing really well as well. So, I mean, all the Bulldogs are doing good aside from Matt Burton, um, which probably means at some point maybe Matt Burton's going to do good things. Um, we hope, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> We hope. Um, I mean, I spoke about it on the Sunday pod. I just, it just seems like Reed Marnie isn't great for Burton because he's dictating a lot more of the play compared to last year. Um, and it's just mm. sort of eating into his receipts and yeah, his, his attack. Uh, you would assume he's, he's going to come right eventually. Um, but if, I mean, if you owned him, would you be jumping off? I think the left edge here as a whole, Kikau's averaging 26, Burton's averaging 26, Addo Carr 33. Um, and then who's the center out there? Avarillo, I think. Yeah. No, isn't he on the other one? Is it? I don't. I don't know. Oh, it's Alamotti. Yeah. So Alamotti has his first good game at forty six. So yeah, I, I think we're going to live the, let this left edge warm up, um, and I think they're going to be a, a really interesting look. Uh, I'm pretty comfortable that Preston's job security is good. Um, mm. I think that. Pangai is just going to come back for Waddell or Pele or Farmanu Brown um, off the bench as a prop. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I mean, we spoke we spoke about how you know high the Bulldogs were on Preston in the preseason. Um, round one, he comes off the bench, plays what fifty two minutes um, straight onto an edge, and then last game he just starts on an edge and plays the majority of the game. Um, and, and he's been named there again this week. I think this is his spot. He performed really well. Um, you know, the reincarnation of Peter Sterling, he looks good. Uh, hey. 
Um, and, yeah, yeah and, oh, looks so good. He's got the he's got the the uh, the, the honker too. It goes well with the uh, with the Sterlo look. Um, yeah. Good big and, and yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I think he's he's going to be a, um, sorry. Fatala Marin is going to be a middle moving forward. Um, yeah, what we got Pangway to come back, uh, and other than that, it's just what Luke Thompson at some stage if he comes back. Mm. I think you'd yeah. want to be facing up against the Tigers' left edge defense. This week, if you were picking an edge to attack, wouldn't you? Yeah. It'll be up there. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, Luke Brooks, no Papali'i, Brent Naden. I think it's uh, wheels up. Um, Yeah, so, yeah, looking good. Sutton, set your watch to his score. Yeah, he's going to score in the mid to high 40s. Uh, yeah, it's probably maybe too late to jump on him now. Um, but I mean, last week, if you are, if you are going to do it, it's got to be this week. Uh, Tigers, there was some news swirling around about them making some changes. I haven't really made any changes outside of the force ones. Dane Laurie's out, I think injured. Uh, Tommy Talao's out, injured. Uh, there's rumours Adam Dewey's injured, but he's been named. Wakeham in 14 because Simpkins out. Papali'i suspended. John Bateman named in 20. I think he's going to pass a fitness test and come in for Kapoa, uh, who will probably push to the bench and push Tumath out, mm. would be my guess. That seems like a solid guess. Yeah, it, it seems like Bateman's going to play, and um, by all reports, he's going to be on the right edge. Uh, if, again, if IPAP is to be believed, and IPAP has been playing on the left edge to begin the year, so you'd assume if he's not at lock, he's going to be on the right right edge. Yeah. Um, so obviously we've got Staines at fullback. He's going to be one that, you know, I probably don't want to be buying into any Tigers players, if I'm being honest, at this time. Uh, but <laughs> 23 and 27 against the Knights and Titans is pretty bad. Uh, but, I mean, Appy Coruscant's one for the watch list with that early bad score. He, you know, put up a 50-ish. He's still got a 50 break even, so not urgent. I think they got the buy was in seven. Is it seven? Yeah, round seven. So Bulldog Storm Broncos Eels certainly no rush uh, for him, but he's going to be a really interesting option. But going to play Origin as well, so you know maybe just direct it towards Braley. Um, well, obviously we need to monitor both both edge back rows and see what happens there. Rob, any any additional thoughts on the Tigers here? No, nah, no, nah, I'm just stoked that Dewey wasn't hurt, and that that was all. Hopefully, uh, a myth. All that nonsense today. I just got very stressed. Yeah, <laughs> my Would team's hanging on a knife the, edge. The tigers are a myth. Is that what you said? They are a myth, but yeah, also Luke Brooks, I'm glad yeah. that that rumor was a myth. <laughs> um, last game here, the Raiders up against the Sharks. Uh, Seb Chris persisting at fullback. Harley Smith Shield still in the centers, doing you know rookie center things in the scoring in the twenties. Uh, Hudson Young's another one on the buy watch list at the moment, but not for this week. Uh, not really anyone I'm shopping for as a, in the Raiders, um, unless you disagree with that, Ryan. Yeah, no, I think it's sort of a case of uh, hold. Like there's a couple of questions um, about Tom Starling, but I think we, we can touch on that yeah. when we get to the questions. I think we can answer that fairly decisively when we get there. Uh, <laughs> Sharkies, uh, you know, the Trindle train rides another day. Uh, Teague Wilton still there doing Teague Wilton things. Uh, Jack Williams is back, Tracy, the 18th man. 
Nothing new for the Sharks. No interest in anyone not named Braden Trindle if you've already got him, I don't think. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so it seems like Hines is saying he wants to come back next week, but there's different language that's being used. One report I saw said uh, he wants to come back next week and then another report said he is coming back next week, which is two different things. <laughs> oh, no. So there's one that was like him a quote from him going like, oh, you know, yeah, I really want to play next week, but we'll just have to, you know, see how we go when we get there. And another one was like, Nico Hines says he'll play in round four. Like, so he yeah, said I, that he said that in before round one that he wanted to play. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. it, who knows? Yeah, I think if the Sharks win this week, he doesn't play against the Dragons. Uh, if they lose, he's more likely to play, but not guaranteed to play. That's my thoughts. Yeah, it's a long season as well. Like, there's no real incentive to rush him back early, especially if they're still, you know, performing well. And Trindle's been decent, you know. He's, he's, he's filled the yeah. role well. He was good to watch in that last round, for sure. Mm. My official position is still that the first game Nico Hines plays is going to be round seven against the Roosters. Oh, that mm. would be so nice. Okay, well, if that's your official, uh, official position, would you buy Trindle? No. No. <laughs> It's <laughs> his official position as a non-owner, eh? No, I own him. I started. Oh, with do him. you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I had somebody just comment um, and say in the amateurs in-season group fantasy chat thing, and say, "Is is it? Does do we think it's too late to jump on the Trindle bus?" And I just replied and said, two weeks too late." <laughs> it was a round yeah. one gamble. Anything after round one is irresponsible. Yep. No, I agree. I started using with him. Two round trades one. instead of one. Yeah. I think, yeah, all three of us started with him. Yeah. Yeah. Both my teams started with him. I mean, my team and, and my girlfriend's team started with him. Um, so, yeah, I think it was a calculated good gamble, uh, but now it would be silly. Yeah. All right. Questions? Yes. Oh, one thing I didn't notice, uh, Jojo Fafita dropped out and Cam Pereira stayed in. Yeah. Yeah, so Brian Kelly came back. You said as per program, and then I, I, I was taken aback. He just didn't care because I was. I saw Jojo Fafita had a couple of poor scores, and I thought maybe he might be, you know, heading towards by, you know, somebody turning up at some point. But yeah, no, it turns out he's he's on the shit list. <laughs> yeah, no AKP to the moon. Everyone else sold him. <laughs> yeah, that twenty six. Yeah, he's almost got a try. He's almost got his break even, you know, out of the like triple digits. Yeah, he's going <laughs> to hover around the late 200s all season, isn't he? Yeah. Maybe. I I sold AKP to Preston before the kickoff of the Bulldogs game, and I can't say I regret it. Oh, mate, that, that might be huge. one of the best trades of all time. Yeah. Great areas. Yeah. yeah. All right. Should we dive into questions? What do you think? Yes. Please. 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 All right. So this is why I said. Um, Jack Bird would be the number one hooker because I, I was looking at uh, Jacob Little when I said that. So the first question, and we didn't touch on him in the team list, so we can touch on it now. Um, Jacob Is Jacob Little a strong buy? Rob, what do you think? Oh, it's just so upsetting he's not named to start. Mm. But how many minutes did he play last week? 56. I wouldn't say he's a strong buy because he scored a try. And mm-hmm. his PPM 
famously requires about 50, 65 minutes to be a buy. Um, so I would say no. Yeah, I, I was the uh, number one. Well, I mean, after Kieran, of course, and our Instagram DMs, they put me onto him originally. But after that, I was the number two uh, little Stan. Um, and yeah, I, I agree. If he's not starting, I just can't go near him. I was really hoping he'd be starting this week and I'd be able to go diving in head first. But um, yeah, off the bench, it just really caps his minutes. And this sort of 56 to 60 is his ceiling. Um he was playing a very bad Titan side. He ran for 132 metres. That's just not something a hooker does in most, if any, weeks. Um, and he's coming up against the Broncos and Sharks. I don't think he's going to have that space to roam. So, unfortunately, until he starts, I don't think you can touch him. Um, you agree with all that, Mark? Yes. Yep, cool. All right. Um, Isaac, he wants to know. Mark, he doesn't want you to tell tell him uh, not to get either. He just wants to know which one would you get, Reese Walsh or Tommy Turbo? <laughs> Don't get either of them. <laughs> no, 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 not an option. Okay. No. If I was going to buy one or the other, yes, I think I'd buy Reese Walsh. Has to be Reese Walsh. Yeah, I agree. All right, um, Rob, as the resident Kiwi, uh, Jake wants to know: Is it time to buy Tohu? Ooh, Tohu has been phenomenal. Um, yeah, I'd buy him. Yeah, he's probably a keeper, isn't he? He's performing well. Um, all right, Mark. Uh, Nathan wants to know. Uh, he's got, well, he's actually got a couple of questions here. Firstly, um, would you get Reed Marnie or Wade Egan? Reed Marnie. Is SJ worth a punt? Absolutely. Get on board, son. Come with, come with me. And thirdly, is it too late for the hammer? Oh, um, there's actually a Twitter question identical to that. Um, the short answer is no, but the long answer is maybe. Um, Just with a butt. <laughs> so unhelpful. <laughs> so, the short answer is no. The long answer is yes with a butt. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it is I too think, late for Hammer. I think it probably is too late for Hammer at the price. Uh I just think for an extra, like if I was buying Hammer now, given the massive price rise, I think at that point I'd probably be looking at Reese Walsh trying to work out how to do that. I'd probably prefer extra... Sloan, eh? <laughs> well, I mean Sloan, but Sloan's 180k cheaper. So yeah, but that's right. I think yeah. it's just, but but the center I think is what people are interested in. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, I'd probably just get Jack Bird. Yeah, I I just think like you should have some combination of Alamotti, Thompson, and Smith Shields already, so you shouldn't really need a centre. Um, but if you don't, I'd probably buy one of them three instead. But I think people are kind of looking at locking down a centre spot because, and this has been my issue is trying to pick the right centres is yeah really tough. It's quite you know you're playing roulette with rookies and it's hard work. So mm. if you're looking to do that, you want. Jack Bird, you yeah. might look if you, at If you're hammer, buying Hammer so. thinking, like, I want a high upside keeper center or potential yeah. keeper center, I'm fine with it. Mm. All right. Um, the 
a question from Corey here and a few others um, that all just sort of asking about job uh, job security for uh, Preston. So I think should we just blanket advice this? We think his job security is good yeah. and that he's the buy of the week. Wheels up, buy of the week. Yeah, no one but, not, not Austin, but not Austin's buy of the week, our buy of the week. <laughs> it's important to make that distinction. Wait, what was his buy of the week? Was it Hopgood? So yeah, Hopgood and Cardi were sure both good. Yeah, so, no, he, we just don't trust the no. seller of the week. I think. Yeah, no, he's a che- he's our cheapie of the week for sure. I, I, I'm going to I'm going to defend Austin. I think history will prove um, that Ghana was a sell, regardless. Oh, of, I, of him I don't disagree score. with you. It's just fun uh, to make yeah. fun of him. Yeah, no, also true. he's that on is. buy, so he's going to score zero this week. So that's a big yeah, brain exactly move. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Uh, another question here. He wants to know if he should do Tanner Boyd to uh, Trindle, which would allow him to go cheese to Egan. Um, I think we're against buying Trindle now, aren't we? Yeah, no. I think I'm against yeah. buying Egan as well. Two tries in two weeks. Well, actually, that uh, segues into another question quite well. Um I've got to find it now. Here we go. Uh, Henry wanted to know, what do you think of Egan as a replacement for Cheese? Does he rely on tries too much? Mark, what do you think on Egan? Well, I mean, yes, he does rely on tries too much. Uh, I think if I was going to buy Wade Egan, I'd buy Api Coruscant. Yeah. I even I read my, like, reads that much more. Yeah, okay, yeah I would I, – I, Egan is 100% inflated by tries this year. Like, and he kind of just fell over that. That like that try was pretty nice. It was just falling over. Um, yeah, he's not even playing remotely play close to eighty minutes, even with the injuries to the Warriors. I think so, he's only a buy at eighty minutes. Personally, yeah, no, he's a he's a he's a luck box that's been you know anyone that bought him, you're stoked, but it's a hundred percent luck at the moment. I think you sh- yeah, if you're legitimately looking for a hawker in that price range, you're buying Api Corusau or ideally just hanging on to Tanner Boyd and waiting for Jaden Bailey to drop drop. That's the price. Yeah, That's or you can get um, Reed Money at 50k more or whatever he is. Yeah, I, sh- I assume he's probably asking because that 60k is out of the range. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah. oh, Appy's cheaper than Wade Egan. That's mm. why I'm I'm more steering that way. But is Appy yeah. going to play? 80 with um, Simkin back? No, I, think I don't think so. And then is... he's going to play – well, actually, no, he played – he was on the field with Simkin. Yeah, he, he yeah, still didn't play 80 last gonna happen? Though. Is that going to happen with everyone back? Like if, if Bateman's a lock or if Bateman's an edge? But he, even if he plays 70 minutes, he'll be close enough to a 50 average. Hmm. In my humble opinion, but I suppose yeah. this just comes back to who are the keeper hookers, and is it just Grant and Robson and Cook, Cook. and Cook? Sorry, and Cook. Yeah, and Jaden Braley, who's going to be like a six hundred k. But even Jaden Braley is like set your clock to fifty one. Like, yeah, but at six hundred k, you take that. At six, oh, eighty, you wouldn't. Absolutely, absolutely. But so, what is so just just for your interest, guys. Uh, in Api Corusau, in the last 20, so 2020, 21, and 22, where he plays between 60 and 79 minutes, so he doesn't play the full 80, his average is 51.5 in 68.7 minutes. Mm. Yep. No. So just get I think Braley, you, right? 
Yeah. I think if Appy is playing like 65 to 70 minutes, he's probably going to average low 50s. Yeah. Because Epi could Which, play Origin as well. Yeah. Oh, he will, 100%. So, he will so just play get Grayley if he's only going to get 51. Yeah. It just depends if you need someone this week. If you don't need someone this week, wait for Grayley. If you need someone this week, <laughs> oh, I'd take someone this week, just keep, just keep Boyd. Yeah, I agree. All right, um, Nick. He's a first-time caller, long-time listener. He's uh, fallen into the. Is this one of those the... ones where he's being sarcastic? Because he uh, no, th- says some questions every week. I just think I don't know. I think this is, might be the first question. But anyway, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. He, Sorry. He Nick. says he's uh, he's fallen into the hooker honey trap of having cheese and Boyd. He's got no guns or cash, um, so he's looking at getting uh, Appy and Reed, or Appy or Reed. Who would who would you pick out of those two? Would you, was it Reed? Yeah. Reed. Yep, Reed and, and um, would be the go, surely. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's and that was his second, the second part of that question. Would you, you know, get Sonny Luke to have cover, or would you just run one hooker and get Preston? Mm. Oh, yeah. I think history will think prove it, that Sonny Luke is a trap. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I think the answer is Preston. And if you know, if it looks like Luke's getting more minutes, uh, you can always pivot to him, like you know, next week. But I think, uh, I think one hooker's fine as long as you've got to trade up your yeah. sleeve. And Reed doesn't have a buy until round 13 as well. Mm. So unless mm. he gets injured, he's not going to lose his job. Uh, and he's got plays origin. It's not like Reese Robson. It's predictive. You know, you know you got him until round 13. So yep. barring injury. That's why I feel comfortable to trade out both Tanner Boyd and Brandon Smith this week with the knowledge that I'm going to be hunting Jaden Braley in probably three weeks. Yeah. All right, uh, Dale's got his weekly uh, question for me. Um, who would win in a fight between Jared Wallace and Hudson Young? I think. Why um, have we got Jared Wallace again? Well, I think just because Wallace is undefeated, so he's the reigning right, champion, okay. so he keeps keeps going on each week. Um, unfortunately, I think the champion's going to get upset here because we know Hudson Young uh, fights dirty. Like he doesn't mind the old thumb to the eye. You know, he's a nice guy from way yeah. back. Bit of street bum. fight tactics. Yeah, exactly. You know Hudson Young's going to get down to the dirt, fight a bit dirty. And I think Jared Wallace, as a Queenslander, he's just, you know, too upstanding of a citizen. Yeah. So quality bloke. <laughs> so I think Hudson Young's going to get the W this week and um, Jared Wallace is going to be blind in one eye, unfortunately. So, yeah, mm-hmm. sorry about that, Dale. Yeah, Hudson Young, the brown, the, the brown eye. Yeah, brown, <laughs> blind in two eyes, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, all right, CJ's got an interesting question, um, and I'll throw this one to you. Rob, thoughts on Kapoa as a center wing fullback who plays in the forward. So he's currently named in the second row this week, although we expect he probably drops out for Bateman, goes back to the bench. Um, he scored okay the last couple of weeks. Um, admittedly, though, he's been playing on an edge with uh, um, what Bloor getting injured in round one. Um, and he played 80 minutes in the second row in round two with Bloor also out. So, any interest in Kapoa from you, Rob? No, no, I don't think I could recommend that less. Um, yeah, I think Bateman's either going to get that spot or go to well, go I, to I th- Lock. But it, it, but even even so, Papali'i is coming back next week. Um, so, I think it's mm. it's either going to be Papali'i and Bloor or Papali'i and Bateman. Um, yeah. So just. Avoid Kapoa. Yeah, I agree. And we haven't seen 
Kapoa play in the middle yet. So we don't even know like if he was playing, say, 45, 50 minutes in the middle, which might bring him into buy consideration. But looking at this pack, I just think, don't think there's any way that's possible. So, yeah, I, I, I'd rather hammer at this price. Like this is basically the same price avoid, as hammer. Avoid all Tigers forwards until we know what the rotation looks like and what the positional makeup looks like because, yeah, yeah Bateman's not going to play like low minutes. We know Bateman, yeah. you know, and – you know, he was a big coup to get to the club. So I think he's either going to play an edge or big minutes in the middle. And, um, yeah. All right, Mark, a friend of the show and Bulldogs fan, Cody. Um, oh, he wants sorry, to know. <laughs> he wants to know. He's got two questions for us. Um, I think we've sort of touched on both already. But um, hold or sell Cleary? Hold. And have we missed out on Preston? No. Will's up. Will's up, baby. Yeah. Get, get a bulldog in your team, Cody. Go on, do it. Feel good about yeah. it. <laughs> um, all right, Rob, Kai, he's got uh, three questions. So we've uh, we've already said we're holding Cleary, but he's got locked in Cleary and Drinkwater out. Um, and he he's getting Reese Walsh. So he wants to know, should he get Tohu or Adam Reynolds? Who are you getting, Rob, out of those two? I'll get Tohu, I think. Hang on, is he so, just flat, flat refusing to ignore our advice about holding Cleary? Is it, well, in the question, say that? Well, in the question, he said he's got Cleary and drink water out. It's locked in. So, no. you know, we, we Unlo- can't, unlock we, it, mate. Just rip the key out, pull it out. Mate, yeah, I disagree can, with can, that lock. Yeah. <laughs> that's not the question. He doesn't want to know. No, no, he doesn't want to hear that. He wants to that's hear Tony Aaron. Sometimes life is about hearing hard truths, right? You can lead them to water, mate. You can't make them drink, all right? And they want okay. it. It's their right. team. They're going to do what they but want it, to do. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? It's like people are going to trade him, and we just need to yeah. be okay with that. Size them, and then rub it in when we're right. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But is that I what you said? Tohu, <laughs> I think, is just looking incredible, and uh, we've discussed Adam Reynolds. Just like rewind thirty minutes or so, <laughs> yeah. and here are Reynolds chat. All um, right. Um, Mark, Jordan is a man of your heart. He's trading out Tanner Boyd, and he wants to know, is Ben Hunt worth a look? Hard no. Get SJ. Get SJ. Yeah. All right. Uh, Rob, Matt wants to know, would you get Reese Robson or Reed Money? Ooh. I think I'd get Reese Robson. Would you? Yeah. No buy, I guess. No origin. I think, I think they have equal chances of playing Origin because they both need an injury. One injury and they're in the Origin team. Yeah, but who would you prefer? Who, like, has a – I think Reese Robson just is a better player and has a better chance of averaging higher than Reed Marnie. Yeah. But it's more Marnie's, expensive. Yeah, Marnie's got to buy, what, round 13. Robson will play round 13, assuming he's mm. not in the Origin team. Yeah. Reed Marnie has a much better, better season than Reese Robson. Mm. And he's currently pacing it almost exactly at the moment. He averaged in 2021, Reed Marnie averaged 63.4 points. Yeah, that's 22. In 11 11 games. And that's only in 18. He's, He's got more attacking stats on average at the moment. Identical base. 30 more kick meters because he's busy and doing stuff and not a Parramatta. 
Um, he's got an extra try in there, like you know, fifty percent try rate, where that was only eighteen percent try rate. But he's been a he's been like all but one of the last four years. He's plus twenty percent try rate. Uh, plus sorry, plus fifteen percent. So you know, I mean, he he's a he's a try scorer. I, I think I think knowing what we know now, I'd take Reed Money. Yeah, I'm not saying that uh, Money isn't a buy, but I just think who I'd prefer rest of the season. I think Robson. Okay. But look. You can take either. I, I'm happy. I'm completely happy mm. with picking either of those guys. Yeah, I'd, I'd still take Robson, but like if you wanted to save the money, then Reed's obviously a, a very good choice as well. All right. Uh, Mark, Cam, well, we've got a couple of people here, both Cam and Mark. They want to know your thoughts on what Sean Johnson and Adam Reynolds will average. About the same. You reckon? Yeah, about 53. Ooh. Okay, interesting. Johnson train, jump on right now. Do it. Mm. Don't even think about it. Don't ask any more questions. Just get on. <laughs> Rob, as, as the uh, man with your feet on the ground, do you agree, disagree there? Uh, yeah, I think Reynolds is going to be 51 to 53. I think Sean's probably going to be 49 to 53. <laughs> I think I think it's just the... So you agree with Mark is what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think at the price difference, I'd... 100% be getting Sean, like, for sure. I just think that his range of outcomes is slightly lower, but I, it's not worth the 150K or whatever it is. Okay. Can we get a TikTok on this? Yeah, I suppose. Can we get Sean Johnson TikTok? <laughs> Going to have to. Um, I think uh, <laughs> Teddy was like you here, Robbie. He was freaking out before Twit team list. He's like, is Dewey out? Hold or sell? <laughs> oh, I'm, um, I'm sick and tired of people spreading rumors that aren't founded and are just mindless speculation, especially before yeah. team lists when we're, it's yeah. going to be confirmed. Like, <laughs> yeah, in like an hour and a half, just calm down. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it's hard to get through a Tuesday. I understand, but like, <laughs> just wait, yeah. just wait, just until... get, just go and get a job, and you'll be fine. You, you, the time will pass a lot faster. Yeah, chat about the All green right. party, you know. <laughs> All right, uh, Mark. Here's here's one. Mick Morris from uh, the Hurt Locker. Our, our hey, Mickey. Welcome, welcome to the show. So mate. you can decide which direction you want to steer him here, mate. Um, he wants to know: Reed Marnie or Adam Reynolds? Oh, Adam Reynolds for sure. <laughs> is that a double? I think that's a, a double. <laughs> oh, mate, that's Reno. Right. Get Reno in there. Get him in straight away. Uh... Rob, who, who, which what's the worst thing that can see? happen, mate? Well, Adam Reynolds, he's got a track record of, of success with no mediocrity or injuries whatsoever. I think it's completely dependent on what position you need. But if if it isn't, um, I, I don't know this guy's team. Have I played this guy yet? Probably not. <laughs> Slick Mick. So Slick Mick. I think I'd get Reed Barney. I think. Yeah, I think the answer is Reed. As much as Mark would love to double buff you. <laughs> no, it's um, not. <laughs> Answers SJ. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Lachlan, he wants to know he's selling um he's selling chance. He's obviously got a bit of cash in the bank here. He wants to know does he get Jack Bird, Reese Walsh, Tommy Turbo, or save a bit of cash and get the hammer? Mark, what do you think? Um, can you repeat the question? Sorry, I was just checking to see if I was playing Mick in the Hurt Locker this week. <laughs> <laughs> Are you? Um no, I'm not. Okay, good. <laughs> All right. So he's sell- Lachlan is selling chance. He's wants to know. He's got a bit of cash in the bank. He wants to know who to buy. 
Jack Bird, Reese Walsh, Tommy Turbo, or save a bit of cash and get the hammer? Who would you? Get I wouldn't be selling Chance, I don't think. Um, but if I was, I'd probably just grab Jack Bird. Yeah, I agree. I think Bird's most likely to be the keeper out of all of those. All right, on to Twitter. Uh, Rob, Daniel, he wants to know, this is possibly the best question I think we've ever gotten. He needs a quick cash grab to get Jack Bird. Is Hopgood worth downgrading now that he's made heaps of cash? Rob, are you selling Jermaine Hopgood? Mate, I'm captaining Hopgood this week. (laughs) Absolutely do not sell Jermaine Hopgood. He is a Queenslander. He is the best player in the game at the moment because Cleary's been average. Just don't do it. Just don't do it to yourself. Yeah, this feels like a like a 15-point downgrade. Um, mm. I think you need to find another way to get Jack Bird in if you're that desperate. There are other players. It's not Jermaine Hopgood. I think Hopgood's on pace to be a keeper right now, even with Mano coming back. It's just the gratuitous offloading. It's really helping, mm. isn't it? It oh, is gratuitous. Great. Yeah, he's got himself in fantasy. <laughs> And I yeah, think he was he's like, like, I'm going to be what? the top scorer this year. Yeah. yeah. All right. We're on to a bit of pain here for you, Mark. Tom, um, he wants to know, is he an idiot? Because he uh, sold Preston for BMM last week. Is it? Uh, is, it is he allowed to? <laughs> okay, yeah. Pain, um, is it okay to bring him back in this week? Yeah, boy. Yeah, once, mate, once you sell a player... Just forget you owned them. That's the best advice. That is actually one of the best pieces of advice I could possibly give. And there's a couple of examples and I want to actually circle you back to because this is actually a larger point that is quite important. So last year, I want to direct you to good friend of the show, Chris Kennedy, uh, who uh, sold Matt Burton in like round seven, right before he started going gangbusters and never got him back because he went, oh, I can't buy Matt Burton back because I've already sold him. And Matt Burton went on to average like 57 at centre and he was the only person that didn't have him. It was an absolute nightmare. You have to basically just forget that you sold a player once you sell them. Now, the second one I want to bring you back to is Angus Crichton. Last year, I sold him in round three uh, when he got suspended, um, and there was lots of people talking about not bringing him back. I sold him at 731, picked him up at 599, and he was just an absolute weapon after that. Mm. So, yeah, it's basically just once you sell him, just pretend that you never sold him and you never had him and look at him objectively again. Uh, He's... Preston is a screaming buy this week, buy the week, buy the year probably. Um, you know, could very well be this year's sort of Max King type player that averages, you know, close to 50. So, yeah, no, don't don't give yourself the anguish of making two mistakes. All right. Yeah, it's very this good um, sunken cost fallacy, I think, isn't it, where you think that you've lost, you know, this opportunity and then uh, pride takes yeah. over. Um, but just I because you made a Angus just, last year, Mark, just because was, you, yeah, just because you made a mistake doesn't mean you have to make another one. Mm. All right, Rob, um, Dom here. He's got a yeet naz and cheese. He needs a nine. Um, he these these are his options. Does he go uh, Cook and Grant and like a two hundred seventy k player, or does he go uh, Appy or Egan and get a player in like the Reese Walsh type price bracket? Which way would you go? 
can he get Preston? Is Preston two seventy three? Oh no, he's two eighty seven. Yeah. Well, that, that was that was my thoughts. Like, would you go like Robson and Preston? Like, if say you can't afford Grant and Preston, or if you've already got Preston, like say Tyrell Sloan or something like that. Um, you know, would would you would you go say like Grant and Murdoch Masilla, or would you go like Robson and Preston? Or yeah, I'd get Robson and Preston if you don't have those two. Um, otherwise, it's like yeah, I'd get I'd probably still get Sloan. I think Sloan's a good buy. I think Perham's mm-hmm. a good buy. Um, it's just yeah, wh- which of the sub three hundred guys do you not have that are buys, yeah. and then what's the best hooker you can afford? And don't, yeah. don't be shy to put some dollary dues in the bank as well. Oh, hundred yep. percent. I think. Don't yeah, be shy to go like. Don't be shy time. to go like Preston and Reed Marnie and just save some dollary dues for future. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, okay I, that. I think I'm firmly in the camp of um, you know get a keeper and a cow. Don't go this like Appy Egan and a Reese Walsh like instead of buying like two blokes that aren't keepers for probably. Oh, when is buying two 500k guys ever been a good idea, right? Eh? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah unless you can get like, unless you get like Appy fail. and Jack Bird or something like that. Yeah. 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 No, that's fine. Cause they're kind of, it's what, uh, J- well, that's Jack one Bird is a screaming buy and he's going to be the best at his position. And yeah. yeah. But like, I, I, I'm pretty sure that, Preston's going to average fairly similarly to Jack Bird and he's 300k less. So, mm. yeah. Just... All right. All right. Last of the Twitter questions before we get on to the next hour of the podcast answering Instagram. Um... Oh, man, the Instagram people. They're thirsty, the Instagram people oh, tonight. They They're the it. most unhinged, I think. <laughs> oh, no, the Hopgood question was pretty unhinged. <laughs> I think I'm not convinced that person is not trolling us. No, I, no, I think the people are just desperate, mate. They're and they're unhinged, and they're you know, the 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 second most traded player this week's Nathan Cleary. That tells you everything you need to know about what it's like out in the fantasy streets. Yeah, there's uh, there's some people wandering the desert at the moment, in and the I'm, world, they're I'm in the wilderness, sh- and I'm not sure where. Not some of them. Um, <laughs> all right, <laughs> all right, Mark. Um, this is a question for really the both of us here um, as owners. Do we eat for Zell? How long is he out? He was going so well too. Um, he's done cheese for Reed Marnie. Would you do Frizzell to Sean Johnson? Nah, hang on to Frizzell. He's going to be awesome. Like he'll be back next week. That's just it's just a rolled ankle. Like you, Matt, you just think I don't know. I'm assuming that everybody that's listening to this has rolled their ankle at some point in their life. Uh, just like mm. think about how painful it was and like a couple of days after it's still pretty ginger, but like a week and a half later, like if, if they were playing on Sunday, I reckon Frizzell would have been named. Yeah. That's, you know, and you know, he's got a full, like he's Sunday week. Like it's ages till the next game. So he'll get a full two weeks from when the, when he did the injury, I think he's going to play against the Raiders in round four. Um, and he's going to be, he's going to be a keeper. And he's going to be a ro- screaming It's got a rocky the, start. Yeah. For the but non-owners yeah, too. Yeah. 1% own, 51 break even. Yeah, it's going to be – we're going to be climbing over each other in round five, the, the non-owners. Well, we'll already have him. But, you know, round five, people are going to be climbing all over themselves to have Frizzell. Yeah, I think this might have been uh, his in, this rolled ankle just might have been a bit of a punishment from the fantasy gods for him denying Alex Twelve's oh, first ever NRL try. Yeah, because <laughs> um, yeah, cool, the casualty ward has him back as round four, and I was listening to the uh, NRL Physios podcast, and he basically said the same thing in terms of um, it's usually a, a two week injury, so two weeks from round three would oh, sorry from round two would be round four. So 
Yeah, it seems likely he'll be back round four. Um, it's just a shame, I guess. Like uh, some people are saying, like injury prone, age. But like I just look at these injuries and I, like I don't see how like age comes into it. Like he copped a head knock in round one, just putting his head in the wrong spot, and then round two he got his ankle rolled up on, like when he was getting tackled. Like yeah, maybe just that bad luck. maybe that's the way I lean. And like I feel I, I just keep having those words roll around in my head from um, the 2022 NRL physio podcast when he was talking about how like a lot of these you know, guys we consider injury prone are just bad luck. Like we look at Matt Moylan now, who's been pretty healthy for the last two years for the most part. Um, and once upon a I'm time, old enough was- to remember when James Tedesco was injury prone. Yeah, exactly. It's another one. After uh, he well, broke his some- jaw, he was yeah, injury prone. he's got prone. some concussion issues, but... Yeah, no, you're right. And it's guys like Sean Johnson and Adam Reynolds who have been, you know, made of glass their whole career but haven't actually missed as many games as you think. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. Like, I think Matt Moylan played the entire season last year. I don't think he actually missed a game. And, like, he's one that, like, in everyone's head, he's super injury prone. So, yeah. Yeah. Actually, no, I take that back. He missed uh, two games. So, there you go. Injury prone. Yeah. Calf injury. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, before this, I was looking at uh, trading Frizzell, but I think just with these reports that it's one week, uh, I- I'm really annoyed by it. But um, stay yeah, with me, I'm- Ryan. Stay with me. Oh, he's going to be a buy. He's going to be a buy for sure. Just yeah, I know. That's hold the problem. course, guys. You can do it. <laughs> All right, let's move on to Insta. Um, so on the other end of the uh, sell Hopgood question here for you, Mark uh, Meltzer wants to know: Is Hopgood now considered the best captaincy option? For round three, absolutely. Rob, agree? Mm-hmm. Disagree? He's my captain at the moment. Yeah. yeah. After after um, Maddo comes back, we'll have to look at his minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for round three, I think he's... But clear he's back next week, mate. So. Yeah. <laughs> not for all the people that are selling him, he's not. And high percent all right, um, Mark, uh, Zane wants to know, again, he's, an, he's another one. He's a non-believer. He's trading out Cheese and Cleary, and he's getting in Grant and Walsh. Would you do those trades, mate? No. <laughs> Is that no. just because you don't want to trade Cleary? Yeah, I'm just shunning the non-believer. <laughs> I don't like it. Okay. All right. Um, George, he wants to know. Um, I think we've sort of touched on this one. He wants to know th- our thoughts on Hastings with Ponga out and Gamble in there. I-, I think we're all in agreement that he Hastings is a sell. Yes, Gamble's going to yeah. eat far too much of his kick meters. Mark, are you on board or disagree? Yeah, I reckon just move across to uh, Sean Johnson. Yeah, he, he wants to um, trade him to Sam Walker, but he has a buy coming up is what he says. And, yeah, I, I think um, Sean yeah. Johnson's the answer. If you want Walker, just get him after the buy if you've got someone else you need to sell and he looks good. Uh, answer um, to the earlier question, sorry, regarding Sam Verrills that was asked as well. Um, mm-hmm. uh, he has a fractured collarbone. Ooh, Ooh, that's like a two-month sort of injury there. Uh, yeah, Titans expect him to miss, quote, unquote, a few weeks. <laughs> A few weeks, yeah. A few weeks, at least six weeks. Yeah, let's eyeball it. But for now, I don't think it makes a difference to this week. Uh, I don't. Uh, I definitely wouldn't be buying Chris Randall. Um, so yeah, just, well, he's breaking. Give it a week. Let's in, see what happens. Yeah, he's breaking even still in the high fifties, so you can take a, a free look. Um, so Jonah wants to know our thoughts on Leo Thompson, and this is sort of one I flagged in the group chat um, Sunday night. 
in regards to Thompson because he played and we spoke about him a little bit earlier because he played 52 minutes, um, scored decently. He did have two turnover tackles, but players are also going to get turnover tackles. Um, so he's priced in the high 20s, maybe, yeah, I think high 20s, about 29 at the moment. Um, so do, do we think Leo Thompson's a buy? Rob, what do you think? Yep. Yeah. I tend to agree. I, th- I think uh, sort of 50 minutes for a low 40s score is, is what we can expect for Thompson over the next four to five weeks. Um, all right. Uh, <laughs> poor George. Uh, poor George here, Mark. He, he, he starts off with a little bit of a sad story. He had Isaac Thompson, Cheese, Talao, Khan Pereira and Ford all in his 17 this week with for a total of 57 points between Great. them all. Um, also, okay, so Nick... He needs a hooker and a half. He's yeeting cheese, um, and he wants to know our, our uh, thoughts on a few players. Firstly, um, Tyson Gamble and Josh Schuster. Any interest mm, there? No, sure. Absolutely not. not. God, he's in the weeds. <laughs> <laughs> I think Get Joe, yeah, that's a big price jump, though. Like Gamble's 397. Oh. Yeah. All right. So, so who's the other one he's selling? Um, well, he's only said uh, cheese, and he needs a, ho- a half or a hooker. So he's looking at Gamble, Schuster, Little, or Starling. So I'm guessing he's got up to 600k to spend. No, well, that tells me he's got 900 and something k to spend on the two players, or call it a million bucks. You no, know, he hasn't said the other player. He's, he's just said he's eating cheese yeah. and he needs a half or a hooker. So but if he's know. buying Starling, what's Starling worth? Well, no, well, no, he's not selling Starling. He's asking to buy them. So he's, yeah, he's got. I mean. So he's looking at cheese. Hundred, isn't he? He's yeah. Cheese is like five thirteen or something, and he's got. Yeah. So he's obviously got about hundred k to spend. So yeah, on we'll top of what up. he's got, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, if you can afford Sean Johnson, I think that's the answer. But then you got to buy a three hundred k hooker. No, it's. <laughs> Wait, does he need a hooker and a half? No, he just says half or a hooker. Oh, Mark's, I thought you said Mark's both. inventing this in his head. I thought you said both. Well, if he needs a half or a hooker. And Preston he, if he can buy Tom Starling, Tom Starling's only 10K less than Sean Johnson. But why would you get Starling, though, over Johnson? If, if But he's asked about Starling, didn't he? Sh- sure, yeah. No, he's, he's asked about Gamble, Schuster, Little and Starling. Yeah, so if he can afford Starling, it's only 10K to Sean Johnson. That's Isn't what I'm that saying. He just ha- hasn't considered that Sean Johnson. If you can That's afford right. Sean Johnson, buy Sean Johnson. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Yes, agree. Um, but little is under 600 as well. So let's operate on the assumption that you can't afford Sean Johnson. Okay. I don't think there's a hooker you want to buy that's sub 600. No. Yeah. I think you're going to be looking at a half at this point, aren't you? Because, um, I mean, there's Starling. There's a half you want to buy sub 600. Like we look at Starling, right? So he's obviously playing a little bit of hooker, a little bit of lock, but he's still he played forty three minutes round one, got a try, scored fifty seven, um, played forty six minutes on the weekend, scored forty nine. He's now priced at about six hundred k. We've got Josh Pabali to come back into this side reportedly next week. Um, yeah, I, I, just, I don't, I just don't see it, Starling. Mm. So I, I think that's probably a no. Yeah, no, I just yeah, I think if you can afford Sean Johnson. Do that if you can't. It might be Ilias, maybe. I don't really want to be buying Ilias at 522k. Like at that point, I'd be five, considering making two trades. 
Yeah. So, I mean, Gamble yeah, I is I'm just, if you Gamble's about 80k cheaper than Schuster. Um, but obviously playing in a pretty poor Knights forward pack over the next few weeks, and we don't we don't actually know how long Pong is going to be out for. Um, is this the time that we're considering Ezra Mam? Oh, is the answer? Jeez, oh, I don't know. Is it Tamari? Yeah, I think I'd rather have Elias than Ezra Mam. If I'm honest. Oh, yeah. I think the answer is if you can afford Sean Johnson, do that. Um, and I'm really hoping that you can. I think but we're in not, can, you just, can you just play yeah. um, Katoa for a couple of weeks? Yeah. Surely you got like Katoa, Tanner Boyd, and, you know. You've probably got one of Burton or Gibb. Dewey. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe hit us up in the DMs if we're... Yeah, please, please. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm stumped and I want to help you. Yep. All right. We'll circle back. All right. Uh, Rob. So, Cliff, he's another one. Um, he's uh, ditching Cheese and Cleary. And uh, he wants to get Preston and Adam Reynolds to uh, fund money for a uh, Tanner Boyd upgrade next week. What do, what do you think, Rob? Are you pulling the trigger on that? Nah, just upgrade... Tanner Boyd this week, if you want to do that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the advice, isn't it? It's cheese to Preston and then Boyd up to the best half cheese of Cheese to Preston gives you the cash you need to do whatever you need to fix your terrible team, which is exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> so, yeah, it's literally what all of us are doing. So just just do that and just do that and, and, and leave Clary to be the best or second best player in the game. Yep. Um, so Tomo wants to know, uh, does he trade Cheese and Boyd? I think we're all in agreement. Cheese is a big yeet, top of the yeet list. Um, Tanner Boyd, uh, I'm happy Second to trade, but list. happy, yeah, happy yeah. to trade, happy Deal, to hold. Dealer's choice, I think. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> geez, there's a lot of people in the same boat here. Jordy, he's got Cheese and Boyd, no other hookers. What's the move? It's the same as me and you, Rob. Yeah, keep uh, keep Boyd till the buy, hopefully, and then hopefully you've – Eated cheese and then have some cash to upgrade, like one of Cardi or Trindle up to like oh. Appy or Braley. If you've got some money in the bank, you could maybe do like, say, Boyd to Preston cheese up to a gun and just run with one hooker for a couple of weeks. Yeah, uh, I like that's it. It's an option. Like All it. right. Um, so Bradley and Alex, they've, they've both asked uh, Mark, they want to know would you get Wade Egan or Reed Marnie? Reed Marnie. Mm. Easy. Easy. Um, the bearded man wants to know, Rob, would you yeet the cheese for bird or hammer? Bird. And which is the uh, more urgent trade-out, Tanner Boyd or Tommy Talau? Ooh, Talau is not playing, mm. so not urgent. What was the other person? Tanner Boyd. Tanner Boyd. Tanner Boyd. Not not urgent either. I don't think either urgent, but I I do not want to keep Talau. Uh, I don't think I'd want to keep Talau if I had him. I'd be trading him. Yeah, I think if you could like afford a Talau to a good um, cow, I'd probably do that. It's really going to be Talau to Preston, though, right? If you can't afford that, otherwise, I'd probably be trading Boyd. Mm, agree. Um, speaking of which, uh, Tim wants to know Boyd to Preston. I think we're all in agreement. That's a great trade. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Trent, he wants to know, he's doing Cheese and Burton to Sean Johnson and Cardi. Is it too late to join the Cardi party? Mark, what do you think? Um, I don't like that 
for a number of reasons. Yeah, I don't like trading Burton. I've had this a lot in my, you know, people, friend group. A lot of them started with Burton, possibly on my advice, because I think he's, I still think he's going to get Daily M. <laughs> it's not too late. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think, I think I'd be keeping Burton and, yeah. What was the other part yeah. of that question? <laughs> um, so he's doing cheese to SJ. Oh, he's doing cheese and burn to SJ and Cardi. Um, what do you think, Mark? No, I I don't think I would do that. I think I'd hold on to Burton. Okay. Um, he's obviously well. He's freeing up the cash. Can we can we just hang on to Burton, skip SJ, and do cheese to uh, Preston? Yeah, that that one. Okay. All right. Um, Kyle, he wants to know um, Yeet Hastings, which we've decided yes, and he's looking yes. at Dylan Brown or Sean Johnson. Um, Mark, uh, well, Rob, sorry, which you're the, you're the Kiwi, so which Kiwi half are you getting, Dylan Brown or Sean Johnson? Yeah, I I hadn't actually considered Dylan Brown at all this year. Um, what's the price difference between the two of them? About a hundred k, I think. Oh yeah, no, get Sean. Very good. Um, There's far too right. much Sean Johnson recommending happening here. There's only one way this le- this finishes, by the way, guys. <laughs> yeah, the only Cowboys if you get him, though, I think. I think one of us need a foot in the camp. Oh, Will I'm having him. I'm, I'm in. Yeah, I'm this on. Yeah. Week, Ryan, Nothing can dissuade your... me. Ryan, what are you doing this week, mate? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not too sure yet. Uh, after being talked off the ledge for Frizzell, I, I need to figure it out, but I'll probably be getting either Johnson or Bird. I'm not sure which yet. Um. <laughs> All right, Mark, question from Mark. Uh, he can do oh, – I think this is only going one Wasn't way. There's a lot trad- of Marks. There's like five different Marks in the question so far. Yeah, the Marks love the Marks. Um, yeah, that makes sense. I think, this, I think this is – we already know the answer here. So he's he's trading out Tanner Boy to anyone under 610K. Does he go SJ <laughs> or Hammer and bank the cash? No, SJ. SJ, very good. All right, Rob, Jack, um, he's trading out Boyd and Cheese just like every single other person. So we're playing who wants to be a millionaire here, mate. We've got uh, four options, four unthinkable options here for you. All right, so does he get uh, Reese Walsh and um, a hooker at 486K or less, which is basically Ooh. no one. You're, like, you're getting Sonny like Luke at that Mitch point. Mitch Kenny? <laughs> he's on by might be. It might be. Um, does he get Reed Marnie and anyone at 319K or less? If you haven't got C- Preston, then yes. Okay. C, um, does he get Reese Robson and a 230K guy, potentially Tom Chester? I don't think there's any real... No, nah, I don't get Tom Chester. I think do B if you haven't got Preston. And what about uh, I D? Think What's D? Well, D, I think we're against. It's Cleary and Cheese to Robson and Sean Johnson. No, no, no. No, no, no. I don't do that. No, but no. look, it could be, um, uh, yeah. The, whatever, you, whoever you don't have out of Preston Sloan, um, oh Murdoch Masala, I don't like, um, but it could be him. Yeah. But also, um, yeah, Alamotti or even Piram. I I think Piram played well. I think he's got his spot locked down. Yep. Cool. Up to you. Uh, uh, Mark, question for you. Josh wants to know, when does Isaiah Yo get added to the game this year? What round does Isaiah well, Yo get added? I think it's about round 14. Round 14 he gets added? Roughly. After- yeah, somewhere in there. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Interesting. All right. Um, <laughs> as the resident Warriors fan, again, Rob, uh, Matt, he wants to trade Jackson Ford and Charms to Hammer and Cheekan. Is that something you do? No. Nah, I Honestly, the Jackson Ford... 
slander is off the off out the gate. <laughs> Just keep him. He's great. But who who else did he want to trade? He wanted to do uh, Chance and Ford, the two Warriors, to Hammer and Cheekham. Nah, just keep them both. I think. Yeah, I tend to agree. Unless but, you're but, in but, but look, yeah, you you might be in dire straits. Yeah, if you and need I a green think, dot, I'm I'm fine with trading Chance. I think. Yeah, I think that's right. I think there's other wing fullbacks um, that could make more money than Chance and potentially do better. But yeah, if you can if, if you can keep them, I would do both. All right. Um, Mark, I think this question came before team list. Humper Dinkle wanted to know our thoughts on uh, garlic, but obviously oh. it's not been named. I like to use it in cooking, not in my fantasy team. <laughs> yeah, he was looking at doing uh, Tanner Boyd and Matt Burton to garlic and Johnson. Um, mm. but the, I think if you can... It people been are in the weeds at Hooker, man. People are in the weeds. I, I looked at garlic today <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then needed to check myself. All right. Um Good friend of the show, uh, Quinton Dunn. He wants to know. Uh, he's got three players of quick fire. You, Rob, Jackson Ford. What would you do? Hold or sell? Hold, 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 hold. Tyson Brazell, Hold or sell? Hold. Tommy Talao. Hold or sell? Sell. Very good. All right. Um, oh, geez, poor, uh, poor throttle here, Mark. He's got. He wants to know who to trade uh, Brandon Smith to. He's got no money in the bank and only has Tanner Boyd. He's like he's like the rest of us. Yeah, just get Preston then. Just get Preston. Yeah, yeah we can we can hold on. To we'll work out Boyd the hooker position for, later. Yeah, Boyd's going to get like 30, 35 yeah. points. I think it's Jaden Bailey's going to be coming in like a goddamn saint in about three weeks. <laughs> To save us, yeah. Um, There's going to be a whole podcast now. dedicated to Jaden Bradley, just like this yeah. one's dedicated to Sean Johnson. All right, um, Lachlan wants to know is Starling an option? He seems to have a lock hooker role and good scores, playing fifty plus minutes. Well, we sort of touched on him, and he hasn't actually played fifty minutes yet this year. So, yeah, I think I think stay away for now. Um, all right, another Mark here, Mark. <laughs> oh, Mark, welcome, welcome to the show. <laughs> I'm giving you every mark. Good friend um, of the show, Mark. Yep. <laughs> so he's got two questions. Firstly, Egan Butcher to Preston. Would you do that? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Number two, oh, he's he's with us. He's in camp reality here. Um, Reese Walsh has been talked about everywhere, but I think he's a bit overrated. Is he a buy and a risk for origin with Ponga out? Yes. Is this you? Uh, Is this your burner? No, and then yes. <laughs> he's my burner. Welcome to the show, Mark. I hear you're a good-looking bloke too. Is that you, Mark? <laughs> <laughs> All you right. guys want to uh, hear a joke? Actually, it reminded me of a joke. Yeah, go yeah, on. Sure. Knock, yeah. Knock. What, did, what did one coffin say to the other coffin? What? Is that you, coffin? <laughs> oh, my God. That's... <laughs> I think if I think if every time we get to 109 minutes in in the pod, we need to have a joke lined up. Joke, joke of the well. day. All right, we've only got like five more. Let's power through. We're nearly okay. there. Come on. All right. Stop distracting so, us, Rob. All right. So Connor, he says, talk me out of Jacob Little. Can afford anyone up to Marnie? Well, go back and listen to our our uh, little chat. If he's not starting, I think stay away. If you need more convincing, head over to uh, what, what, what's our website? AmateursFantasySports.com/slash/nrl. Go read my preseason article on Jacob Little there because I think all the same things apply. Um, mm. So he says he can afford anyone up to read Marnie. Just get read Marnie. Yeah, yeah read do Marnie. It. Yeah, don't yeah. be cute. Don't be cute spend, here. Spend your bank. Get a hooker. Uh, get a get a keeper. Yeah. All right, 
Rob, um, Nathan, he's he's got a couple of questions here. So, firstly, he's doing cheese to Ford. That's locked. Uh, no, wait. Sorry, he's got cheese in Ford. He wants to trade out. Um, these are his options. He could get um, Sean Johnson and Preston, or Preston and Hammer, and he wants to get the other next week. So, I mean, what what would you do here? Would you would you? I think cheese to Preston, lock that in. Would you do Ford to Johnson or Hammer, or would you just hold Ford? I, I would hold Ford. I think. Ford has an 80-minute role locked in, barring injury. That's kind of the, the go from Webby so far. So I think I wouldn't be selling him unless um, he was properly injured. And it sounds like this is just a one-week injury. So no, I think I just did the first one. And then Sean's not really going anywhere price-wise. Like He's probably going to make 100K, but he's going to be that kind of high 40s early 50s guy. Um, so you can get him next week if you need a half. Yep. Uh, Mark, here's an interesting one. Uh, would you do? Would you trade Matt Dory to Preston? Is that worth a trade? Uh, we talked about this earlier. Yeah. Did um, we talk about this earlier? I'm having deja vu now. <laughs> yeah, we spoke. We actually, this specific scenario, I think I said, I don't think I'd spend a trade to go Dory to Preston. Uh, and then Ryan objected and said he thought maybe... He would. I've got a question. How many? How much more money do you think Pres, uh, Preston, uh, Dory's going to make? Say if he gets like 32 per week, which seems to be his He probably gets about 400K. Ceiling. Yeah. So he's got yeah. like, yeah, like yeah. 85K more to make or something. Well, the problem is- No, like no. Preston... I, I think I've got him at 450. I'm going to have him at- I'm going to have Dory at 450. But Preston could be 600 plus. Yeah, so, six I mean, or seven hundred. I, I think there's a bit of trade. Sort of makes it a... Yeah, surely you've yeah, got someone else to trade. trade than that. I think I'd be keeping Dory if you can, because he's going to make like the slow, boring cash. But you kind of need someone doing that. Yeah, I don't really have anyone doing that right now, and it's kind of annoying. Um, so yeah, yeah can you, you move on just... like a Talao or someone like that instead? Yeah, even like uh, Camperera, someone yeah. that's just not going to make quick cash. Yeah. yeah, if look you at can't, your team balance. Yeah, if you can't, I think do it, but I feel yes. that you can yep. make a better decision than that. Yeah. All right. Dory isn't going to lose his position, we think, even when they're full yeah. strength. Yeah. I think just 60 He's minute just rolls. Play boring, 60 minutes, 32 points. Yep. Yeah. All right. Friend of the show, George, he wants to know, Mark, he's looking at doing, and this is interesting, uh, uh, Cam Murray. And cheese. I already hate it. To to tohu and to and to tola with a hundred k and bank hundred k. No. Sometimes don't I think they're trolling don't us. Cam Murray. Sometimes I think they're trolling us. Bro. No, no. George, George is he, he he's he's got he's got my back on TikTok. George is good. No, nah, I think George might be just out in the weeds a little bit. Yeah. Uh, especially with Tatola's break even, it's so high. Like you can wait. On that, I think he's just really desperate to get Tohu in. Um, yeah, get Tohu in, that's fine. But yeah, there's a better mm. way, I'm sure. Uh, I, I, yeah, I can't, I can't see how you can justify trading Murray for Tohu at the moment. I no. just couldn't. Oh, 
I think the the reasoning might be because like that's the trade you want to do anyway come round 13 because Murray will be playing Origin, Tohu will be playing. So do I just mm. pull the trigger now before Tohu goes up in price and Murray comes well, what's down? What's the tallest break even? Oh, I'd be, I think it's bloody like 70s or something, isn't it? Like that's that's definitely something that can, that has to wait. Yeah. It's yeah, it's low 70s break even. Yeah. 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 But what's the gap on cheese? It's only like 30 grand. 30 to 40 grand. If he had 100k in the bank. That means he can just do He just needs to do cheese to someone like cheese. If you're going to do that, you just do cheese. Like if you're absolutely dead set on this, do cheese and Sean do, do Sean Johnson instead of Tola. Yeah, agree. But uh, I, ultimately I, I don't we recommend wouldn't. it. Yeah. yeah. Ultimately, we wouldn't trade Murray, but if you are dead set on doing it, we'd recommend Sean Johnson just wait on to Tola. I think that's the advice. All right. Um, I think all the other questions we've really touched on. Just one last one uh, for the floor. Um, Leo says, uh, sorry, Liam says, uh, the best value picks in the upcoming weeks. So, guys, we could be looking at buying. Who's on the watch list? Um, we've touched on uh, a couple guys like Brayley. If I can direct you guys to our Amateurs Fantasy Sports website, so www amateursfantasysports.com slash NRL. There's a tab right at the top called in-season articles, uh, and there's amateurs stock market round two, 2023. It's also been shared on all of our socials. There is a full buy low, risky and safe, and a watch list, uh, which has all of that information on there. There's a couple of really good, excuse me, a couple of really good names on the list. Uh, Totola's one. Uh, Hudson Young's another one. Happy Coruscant, Jaden Braley. Um, that's that. There's a lot of names on that list, uh, and they're all contained there for you. Tyson Brazell, if you can put eighty minutes. Tyson together. Brazell <laughs> is on the list. Cameron yeah. Munster, Matt Burton's going to be on Happy um, yeah. James Tedesco is on the list. Yeah, Hudson I Young. Typed, I could have. Yeah, Hudson Young. Yeah, I could have typed. James Tedesco into that monitor the dip list before round one, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, safe as houses, oh, that one. Honestly, yeah. the, the amount of people that started with Tedesco, yeah. just... Disgusting. Yeah. Just Inevitable slow start is the comment that I've got in the box next to it on the what we're waiting for. So, yeah, no, definitely uh, do that. Uh, go, go check that out. Uh, thanks to Jonas Wealth Management for uh, sponsoring that. Uh, article. Um, also, uh, just quick, and I'm, I'm actually really upset at myself for not remembering this at the start, but I was so impassioned, and then we got into the swing of things. Uh, full credit to everybody that's decided to buy us a beer. Uh, so, which I, is uh, phenomenal, right? I have that's been awesome. I've been procrastinating doing it because I, you know, I've been avoiding monetizing anything to do with the amateurs uh, because I I just can't listen to another ad about. Manscaped. Yeah, I've been actively trying to avoid that, and I decided to to put up the buy me a beer, and and we've had a great response to that. Um, you know, lots of people. Uh, one one, there is an opportunity there to, to sign up for a year, which you actually get a discounted sort of monthly uh, one if you want to do it that way. And we, and we had someone sign up for that. I'm just going to the buy me a beer. I think it was Sean. That, that was like on the first day, like he was like the second guy and, and I just was completely blown away. And it actually, I just absolutely made my weekend. It was awesome. Uh, so thank you very much. There's obviously a lot of time and energy that goes into doing the podcast and 
and the content and talking about all the opinions beforehand and, you know, paying for the subscriptions and running the website and all that sort of stuff. So it, it, it is not unappreciated that uh, that you guys have chosen to contribute. Um, it, it has been just absolutely amazing. So if you're looking for where to do that, it's just buymeacoffee.com slash fantasy amateurs. Uh, every cent that goes into that is going to go into running the podcast and, um, you know, we're, maybe we'll be able to like afford to put on a little amateurs function or something for the, the people who do all the work. But, you know, if we just can cover the costs of it, uh, that would, that would be heaps and a, and a massive help. So, um, yeah, that was, that's been great. And, um, I'm sorry it took us two hours to bring it up. Yeah. Still legends though. Red dog, Shawnee. Good bloke. Oh, is it red dog? Um, was it red dog, Shawnee? Or was it a different Sean? I don't know. I, I assume it might've been a different Sean. I don't know. I just assumed it was red dog since he's always in our DMs and comments. Yeah. Sure. Oh, is, Sean Turner. Cool seeing the people that regularly comment on the DMs, um, contribute so yeah no thanks thanks everyone that's pretty amazing so cheers yeah he's uh good he he's the only one so far to earn the uh, official good friend of the show tag on the buy me a beer so if you want to uh if you want to get on there again it's just buymeacoffee.com slash fantasy amateurs um don't feel pressured it's in the, to... it's in the link tree and in the um instagram as well if, if yeah. you're if you're in the dms wheels up yeah particularly if you're one of those people instagramming ryan at Two o'clock in the morning. In the weeds. It's <laughs> in the weeds. Bye bye. <laughs> oh, mate, the Facebook chat's absolutely popping with Danny Levo. Danny Levo chat. Yeah, I looked at it for like a good thirty minutes today, and and decided against it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you really? Oh, Mark, I was, I was, I was in the weeds, mate. Yeah. All right. I'm sorry to hear that, mate. <laughs> okay. That'll, that'll probably do us, guys. Yeah. Any uh, any closing thoughts for the week outside of don't tell Nathan Cleary you dummies? <sighs> Just wheels up, Preston. Let the uh, let the Peter Sterling fly. Yeah, let the cash flow. Um, early season, obviously, all about making money. Uh, he looks like he's got lots of upside, lots of confidence from the coach. That's all we can really ask for. Um, you know, we spoke in the preseason about uh, things that we learned. Um, and it's early season taking risks on high upside cash earners uh, is one of the, the number one plays. So, yeah, jump on and enjoy the ride. Thank you very much for joining us. Hope you enjoy your weekend of football. Uh, don't forget to jump on the game threads in the Facebook group. Um, there's a lot of lot of chat there. Uh, some of them are busier than others. I mean, there's people talking about footy all weekend. It's great stuff. Um, you obviously can interact with us and, and chat about trades and thoughts on the games and, and whatnot. Um, we probably, you know, obviously a lot of the stuff that we do in the DMs could probably even sort of we could chat there as well, and that way it's information that's available to everybody. They can see it and, and digest it. So the more public we can do things, obviously we understand some people trying to get edges on their mates and head-to-head, um, and we'll always be in favour of that. Um, so, yeah, just remember Mick. Uh, go for Reynolds, don't go for Reed Marnie. <laughs> don't go for Reed Marnie. No. What yeah, a, no. yeah, he's a scrub. Everyone else, Reed Marnie's good. Not for Mick, though. He's bad for you, mate. <laughs> also, uh, the TikTok, um, Brian's doing some excellent stuff on TikTok. Um, yeah. I've been trying to give him some low-quality ideas <laughs> during, the, yeah. during the week. Um, 
but that's good stuff as well. And there's, um, yeah, some good DMs, um, mostly from Daz's Cooked. That guy runs a good bakery. Oh, so mate, hear, yeah. So. Um, the best. All the Auckland crew get out to Dazza's Bakery. He's the best. Yeah. So, yeah. so the the Warriors are playing um, round four in Auckland in Mount Smart. I reckon I'll. I reckon like a little little ronde at um, Dazza's Cooked Bakery would be a good shout. I might try and s- yeah. set that up. Yeah. Um, yeah if you're idea. interested in that, hit us up. Yeah. Uh, in the in the socials, and we'll uh, we'll organise it. I reckon Auckland. You know, I've been trying to organise something in Queensland for years. I reckon Auckland's going to end up being the first amateurs hangout. Yeah, I think it's going to be like like Chappie. Chappie's a good bloke, good good friend of the podcast. Has a thousand teams. Um, yeah, I think his wife's team's currently winning our overall league. <laughs> oh god. Um, but yeah, uh, like yeah, I think that's a good shout. I think an Auckland Auckland hangout is good because there's just yeah, we just we have got footy only, right? Like. Otherwise, you have to support Rugby Union, which is just not a watchable game. So Yeah, and you didn't make the Cricket Test Championship? Not this year. So, wheels up, Australia. We yeah. play an interesting test, test match, though. I don't know if you saw the game yesterday, but came down to the last ball yet again, like mm-hmm. twice. Mate, I'm flat out watching the Australian overseas test matches, let alone watching... Another country that's not Australia play cricket. Yeah, no, mate. All I do is yeah. talk about talk to Tyson about this. He he loves the he loves <laughs> oh, the Kiwis. Eh? Yeah, good friend of the show, Tyson from Jonas Wealth Management, who sponsors. The I love I love stock Tyson market. From Jonas Wealth Management. He loves the Kiwis. Eh? I love. Oh, mate, and he's just absolutely ranting nonstop in the Facebook group now. Before round <laughs> he's one, doing he a goes good to me. He's oh, doing a good he goes job. to me. Oh, where where do I find the Facebook group? Am I even in it? And now he just can't get him out of it. Where's uh where, where's close to Mount Smart? Is is Ellerslie close to Mount Smart? Yeah, it's very close. Yeah, I think right. I think it's a good meetup. I think it's a good meetup. I think we should do it. All right, yeah. I'll tee so, it up with Dezza and the TikTok instas. Mint Mint Cakery, I think is it. Uh, I think he's got Road, a couple of Ellerslie? a couple of cafes. Yeah, Marua Road, yeah. Ellerslie. There you go. Get in. Oh. Yeah. Yep. Wheels up. I'll if you're up. interested to know about Dezza's Bakery, just follow him on Twitter. Dezza's underscore cooked. I think it is. Dezza's he's got cooks. some great. Great, some some great TikToks there with the like like pulled pork pies and all sorts every of every single pie shit. he makes or every single dessert he makes just looks incredible. I just yeah, oh, Daz is cooked. Yeah, wheels up. All right, no worries. All right, thank you very much for joining us, guys. Appreciate you tuning in for the over two hour podcast. Love your work. Love your questions. Love your Instagram DMs. Love all. Love everything. Uh, yeah, and thank you much for very much for joining us and we'll we'll see you for a great weekend of footy. Love you guys.